0: Good. Uh, he does all sorts of um, different configurations. Oh, I mean,
1: everything that tastes good, I guess. <laughs> he was. I better. Hey, you might want to fucking silence your <laughs> shit. God. Yeah. Damn, no, Trying dude. to fuck shit up, McElroy. I'm turning my phone on. So oh, these will be comfy.
2: These are good. All right. Yeah. I get, uh, let me see. I get you should there?
1: have plenty of there. Uh, there we go.
0: See, we're about. We. I wish we would have already done this, but I'm not in a drastic hurry. But we're about to tap the table. Okay. I got another one of these. Okay. Right, but we're about to tap the table for network, and we'll run a gutter underneath, just like a a piece of gutter, right? All right. And then we're I'm putting a little table down here. That's an amp on the other side of this mixer I just got. Oh, okay. That makes sense. We've been running tests, and this this mixer is hooked into like my monitors over here. Like I have two 18s and two 15s. This is like a PA in here. That's funny. So, but that's one of the goals is to do like tiny desk. Style hmm. shows.
2: Right?
1: Yeah, I just want to do something because I have a bunch of people I'd like to get over eventually, but we just, it'll be, it'll be some time, man. I got too much other shit going on. Yeah. It's alright. I'm trying to do that too. Yeah, I know. You and me are in the same boat.
3: Dude, I want to just, just got to get the, um, just coordinating everything is yeah. actually the
1: worst. Planning, planning is the, the fucking ah, take that dude. takes the most. Yeah,
0: I,
3: that group that,
0: uh, you added me to, um, Like this, uh, people having the schedule feature. Like, I'm trying to get that on my website that way. Because, dude, a lot of time is spent like, well, what time's good for you? Yeah. Yeah. Well, how about Wednesday or Friday? All right, Wednesday's good. How about these hours? It's like, I just joke around, it's like digital ping pong
1: yeah yeah. Um, yeah i've been invited to like seven podcasts already it's funny because i did one with my buddy daniel like the comedian in texas mm-hmm. and he's like a he's a blue belt under kyo uh under kyo houston or something like that and then after that like a bunch of people like son and started was like oh i want to have this guy and i was like oh i told no to a bunch of people and i was like no nah, i want to talk with somebody who's comfortable and whatnot and the next thing you know is like we were like yeah okay i'll do these but it's been weird man i've been on a couple
0: but um i, got, I don't know like i could promote myself on other people's podcasts that's a good idea i was yeah. thinking about it when you i had mean it's, me did
1: it. it's it's what it's for i think that's what it's for What's, i mean yeah you can get, exactly. get quite a bit of exposure just going
3: back and forth to different i mean
1: yeah well for us it's worth because of comedy when do you want to start by the way yeah, okay. Hey, we're recording. Right ah, now. shit! All right, free, sweet. free for all, dude. free for all. There yeah. we go. Oh, that's I, what's
3: crazy. with I, us. I, I was waiting for you to, a green light to come. Yeah, yeah I don't right know. We're on, on know.
1: the air. I didn't I'm know. gonna have one of those right <laughs> yeah, up there. That's what you I, need. I right have a huge <laughs> TV going yeah. here, yeah. and then above, it's gonna say it's because be I was like, outside. I was like, I don't know if you want me to introduce myself and shit. Yeah, well, hey, let's go
0: ahead and uh an intro, you dudes, and tell the tell our Cinderella story. He's just him.
1: He's just here to fucking. No, I'm kidding. I'm the driver. Yeah, hey, commentary, nah, man. Uh
2: <laughs> this is well, yeah, so hey, funny. so
1: Richard, <laughs> say your name, Richard. Yeah, I got. my full name is Ricardo la Vilasovilas. Villas. Uh I'm originally from Arecibo, Puerto Rico. So I was born, raised and educated in Puerto Rico until yeah, 2008. Is, yeah, you told you mentioned that. Wow. Yeah. yeah, I didn't come to the states. I mean, I'd come on vacation before. Um but like I learned English back home and everything. My dad was the one who was like really insistent on me learning English. So that's how I came Did your I whole family that. come here? Uh, no, just a couple cousins, some uncles, but they're in Texas. I'm alone, alone in Missouri. It's just me, my wife, and my kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I came to the States in 08 to join the military. Uh, that was an experience. <laughs> so
0: you came here just to join the
1: military, right? Yeah, I wow. came, I, I landed in the States January 9, 2008, and I had never seen what below 72 degree weather looked like. <laughs> Yeah, dude. Until that day.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: it sucks.
1: <laughs> Throw the Puerto Rican guy into that. Like, Jesus yeah, yeah. Christ, it sucks. That'll make you homesick. Oh, dude. Homesick. You don't even know.
0: Dude, how was last winter for you in Missouri? Because it motherfucking rained here. It wasn't that bad. It was like the rainiest winter I ever remember. I don't think Arkansas. it was that bad. It,
3: it was... It was chilly, but it wouldn't get cold enough to uh, yeah. really snow. It just get to that point, yeah, and everything was, was just wet and cold, which it, I thought was, was worse. Weird. It like, was miserable.
0: People around here just kept
3: joking about like the rain never going away and the mud never. Yeah, going it wasn't away. that bad. No, we we had. Well, Springfield might be a little bit different, but I'm. Yeah. At, I live out in the uh, yeah. sticks. It wasn't that bad for and, us. And uh, you get a lot of rain. We get a lot of mud. We get a lot of flooding. Yeah, uh, it was probably not break. so much in the Springfield because they get the. Yeah. You know the fancy guttering and stuff like yeah. that. And, you know, it was all right. water treatment. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, man, that's uh, that's. Did, did you guys have like um. What inspired you to to join the the United States military? Like, did you like? Do they have like a recruiting program? Like, where they do.
1: They, a lot of people don't understand this, but a lot of people don't even know that Puerto Rico is part of the United States. <laughs> it has been part of the United States since the late uh, since 1950, actually, and we've had democratic elections since 1948, <laughs> because Puerto Rico was occupied by the United States in 1898 during the Spanish War. Mm-hmm. And they pretty much just came in here and took over the island in six hours, I think, or something like that. Because it's tiny. It's 100 by 32. You listen to Dan Carlin at all? No. Who's that? Uh, Hardcore History, the podcast. He's has been joking
0: a couple of times, but he has this podcast about what you're talking about. He hits on it. Right? Yeah. But uh, called American Peril. And it's motherfucking yeah. good,
1: dude. Because they came to us uh, and they took us <laughs> over from the Spaniards. And the, the problem that Puerto Rico confronted for many many years was that we served in the military and anything but we didn't have like rights and stuff like that so like that's when they created like the commonwealth or in spanish they call it ELA estado libre asociado and like then that came through and then we had our first uh governor elected by the people which was Luis Muñoz Marín in 1948 and then you know he created like a bunch of our laws and our constitutional stuff oh he's like you know, your
3: george washington
1: yeah pretty much yeah. pretty much like but the problem with with puerto rico is they don't really teach you a lot about american history so like when i came to the states like i had no idea where the rocky mountains were what mount rushmore was about like i mm. didn't know shit, yeah you know i didn't know anything about that but i could tell you all the municipal uh, the names of the municipalities in puerto rico and stuff like that and i spoke pretty good english because i was i started being an interpreter when i was in high school oh yeah like, dude whoa yeah well,
2: first such <laughs> remark on how sexy
0: your pronunciation is right <laughs> um, my i have a friend in here named kev and he he's um his family's just from Mexico, but he yeah. he is like he'll say like Nicaragua. Mm-hmm. Nicaragua. And I, 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 I dude, yeah. he rolls it and I might say yeah. it again. Yeah. But dude, a translator. I was I shared something on Facebook recently. Um it was like, Oh, you commented on it, right? Right? I remember about the uh, yeah. the like <laughs> yeah. what's something and and then somebody that I work with commented yeah. on it and was like who would do this i was like you ever heard this saying yeah <laughs> but man like the reality is is you probably know ten thousand more words than i do
1: probably in, in, your in three capacity. languages yeah oh, okay yeah. so you yeah. speak three what, else, what uh i've been learning portuguese for the past five years yeah so the portuguese i'm just waiting to get a little more to do a uh to go to Brazil and like live down there and stuff like that to learn it. Cause you have to do immersions cause I'm certified as an interpreter and a translator for Spanish.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and then I have a, a bachelor in, in criminology and stuff like that. And then I have four minors. Uh, what what and, are your minors? In? Uh, <laughs> no, I know, have a psychology, minor in philosophy. Psychology, no psychology. <laughs> uh, it was psychology, organizational leadership, Something else in freaking psychology, and then uh, two certifications. I'm sorry, yeah, two certifications. One is uh, child pornography investigations, and the other one was counterterrorism investigations. Did, so. did, did you being in the military kind of lead to some of
0: that? Like, uh, uh, for you to become interested? How did you. Uh, like, in what? In what? Well, like those certifications like is that just like a kind of a subset of the criminology that you were interested
1: in or were you well, exposed to things well yeah like I mean, some of that they I, already I,
3: teach I, you in the military
1: yeah a lot of the stuff they teach us but i was an mp in the military i was a military police okay so like for me it was really weird because my experience in the military like uh uh i kind of sort of fit it in but like i wasn't and we were just talking about this in the car like i was never really with like a clique of people so like, I just always stayed like to myself and you know, you have the good old boy system and whatnot in the military, which that's, that's anywhere you go. But in the military, you see it a lot. And like, I went in because I honestly just wanted to go to war. Like it's the main reason I, I went in. Did you, and, did, you, did you deploy? Well, lo and behold, I graduated basic training, May 28th of 2008. And then June 25th, 2008, I was uh, heading to Baghdad, Iraq. Okay. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your face is like what? Yeah. 8 months later. Well, I know <laughs> a whole I know a whole bunch of people that have deployed,
0: you know, and, and several people I went to high school with have if, if even not come back, right?
2: Yeah.
1: But um yeah that's a, but well, yeah you can just join <laughs> up and then you boom yeah uh, i did everything i wanted to do in the military that's great like i i i got uh srt certified i you know worked in an srt for a while in korea i was stationed in korea for a while got to see the world uh yeah went to japan a couple times on vacation love nice. japan Loved did you try any martial arts like while you were in the military? i started doing jujitsu in so i started doing jujitsu in 2010 I used to go to a place in St. Louis, which I can't even remember. I don't even remember if it was JW and I started because believe it or not, like I used to like not, not like know how to fight at all. Like basic training, I, we did combatives and I would cry every time. And it's just really embarrassing for me. And I remember like I had a guy named Joe Pellegrino that he started introducing me to like a combative and stuff. So I started doing jujitsu like regularly and that's where it started. And then I went to Korea and trained at John Franco's for a while. But then I didn't like really get like promoted or anything until like, you know, I came and started training like three times a day regularly at, at Brian's school, yeah, in 2013. So that's what I did for like a long time. I just trained and competed. Yeah, you and you're still training at Brian's now. I'm yeah, I still yeah. I still train under uh, Brian and uh, I'm yeah. still training there, just a little less. Yeah,
0: I met him. Watch, I think we talked about it on the podcast, but at Jack, Jack Toffer's house. Have you tried yeah. Jack before? Yeah, Jack's really nice. Yeah, dude. Jack's super nice. Uh, I would probably. Oh, I'm trying to work out a time to do a, another. I've been doing these digital privates with Jack. Yeah, right. Like he'll go work with his Hickson and I'm like, bro, what do you work on? <laughs> yeah, how <laughs> are you before. Yeah, right. But we've done three uh since uh march have and you seen his guard stuff one. oh yeah his invisible actually, guard that's stuff. all we worked on his guard okay. that's that's what i yeah. took a private with him on yeah right. did he go
1: over any of the va- way he calls a valley Tudo guard shit with you it's so good
2: yeah. yeah yeah
1: yeah he's shown he's shown some stuff that i'm like i do to people and they like oh, everybody in our gym does it everybody uh, in our gym yeah. and people just get annoyed by it dude i'll tell you who else has got that and i haven't trained with this
0: person yet but they were on the podcast and i've been following them for years is daniel o'brien he has that same style of guard, dude, with like the, like hanging his hips on you all the time, Interesting. like weight. If you haven't fought, like that guy, his coach is uh, one of Hickson's longtime students. And when Hickson was gone, that guy was under John Jock. Uh, huh, I didn't uh, know that. Johnny Lee Smith, he like writes like, uh, mm-hmm. like curriculum for tons of law enforcement agencies nationally. Wow. But Daniel's a third degree under him and not Daniel Bryan.
1: Yeah. Dude. I'd like to go train at Cron's place someday. Cause yeah. I, I went to Kyle's years ago and I stayed in the, the attic of the gym for like a month and a half to train and right. I got to train everything no it was not nice develop an attic space it it was it was like it was really scary because i used to be scared of spiders like definitely terrified
0: dude i just got bit by a spider bro
1: yeah first time i know of ever that's not that's no bueno so like i would wake up and there'd be a spider on me every morning and i'd scream like a girl and that was my warm-up and then like after like a week and a half like i just like stopped like it just didn't bother me anymore because i was like this is life i guess fuck it me and spiders can coexist
3: yeah, if yeah. you're afraid of something, just dump it all on. If you're
1: afraid of spiders, yeah. just Yeah, shock jump. therapy. Yeah, That's a shock thing. therapy. Yeah. Shock therapy's a thing. Dude. I don't recommend it for a lot of things, but shock therapy works. <laughs> you gotta have a good heart, though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, definitely uh, don't want to do that to like, a 50-year-old. Raiders of the Lost Ark scene, dude, with the snakes.
0: Mm. God, yeah, it just oh, kills Jesus. you. Yeah. Snakes, spiders. Like, I, was at, I drove down to my grandpa's creek a while back, and there was, like, this huge fucking snake on the cattle guard I was like,
1: I'll just come back another time. You should see the snakes that we have in Puerto Rico then. <laughs> oh, you should see the snakes we have back home. We've had snakes like probably as big as this table jump on our car Ooh. and just have to call somebody or something. It's it's a very common occurrence. <laughs>
0: see, the, you know what's crazy about just like the, the times is um, the videos you can see of this shit. Yeah. Like it really lets mm-hmm. you know. Like yeah. I, We never would have seen I, some of the some of the wildlife yeah I never would have known snakes that big existed i'm just hearing tales of them or snake just, island oh dude, i snake was just island. telling somebody about that yeah. right isn't that off the coast of brazil
1: yes it is yes. it's illegal to be there it's yeah highly legal to be somebody there. somebody
0: lived there though for like a while right? that i didn't like know, like, a, like he's, he's a caretaker of the island or something like that
1: yeah it's mm-hmm. like has it, it even has like snakes that have you seen this I have not seen this. I heard about it, Monkey I'll, Island. I'll put it on Monkey Island. Yeah, but Monkey Island, I think you can go. You just have to be careful because of the hepatitis and stuff like that. Well, but,
3: I thought you could go to it. You just couldn't go on land. You just kind of go around. Yeah, you can go around it. Yeah, You can't go on no, 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 Monkey No, you can island. go
1: on, but you can go there, like at least there. This snake one, like they're saying that there's like species that they don't even know what the hell mm. is there. And it's kind of weird because they're all there. Like yeah. all over the place. I was place. thinking about that. I wonder how. Yeah, that's what I'm trying it to figure out. So populated.
0: maybe there's like something with the within this, the gene of that. No, maybe I, I maybe there's there was, just a I resort.
3: Think there was you some know? like crossbreeding in there, because you know, that's what I think. That's how you make
1: <laughs> weird snakes nobody sees anymore. <laughs> yeah. that's, or, what or that, maybe, that's what happened. Or maybe the snakes <laughs> just had like some sort of like orbits deal, and they're like, "Hey, homie, come on over here," and they were like, "Yeah, let's." Get over there, fuck it. Let's nah, just go yeah. over
3: there. Yeah, I think it was some inbreeding
1: going on. That that's, probably, too. That could be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a, He's weirding it out. He's like, I don't know where to go with this. <laughs>
0: it's an interesting concept, though. It's like, I was thinking, well, while you're saying, like, maybe it was like a prison, like Australia or something, right? That, too. That, too. A that's how we'd vote. A prison, like a prison for snakes? A prison for snakes. Or, or yeah. so we're like, hey, we're just going to put you on this island. They're going to eat you. And, and, and you're if you survive a week,
1: and, you know. Yeah. That would be. Could you imagine if they did that with prisoners? <laughs> like do like some PUBG style shit? Like are like, we right, right Vikings? <laughs> Not Lothbrok dude. That's what happened to him.
0: That's when I stopped watching the
1: show. Hey man, we're just gonna drop <laughs> you on this island. If you survive. Yeah, we're not coming back to get you. We're just saying if you survive, good on you. What do you guys know about volcano sharks? Volcano shows? Volcano, volcano sharks? Volcanic sharks? Yeah, not a okay. fucking but thing. I, I know. So How is this a volcano, dude? It's real. It's, no, it is not. A it's shark like, it's that a can movie. live in it's a tornado. not that's yeah, that's, Okay, so there was this
0: big volcanic eruption in the ocean. I'll, uh-huh. Somebody shared a meme, and it looked like a news article, which is hot to do
1: right now, you know? Yeah, yeah. Let, me, I, let me lead you with fake news. Yeah,
0: and I was like, there's no way there's volcanic sharks. But then I like found a dozen articles, and I shared one I deemed credible. And it, there's this a volcanic eruption in the ocean, and tons of sharks were in the eruption site within minutes of the eruption on film right so it was like they were monitoring the area for like seismic
1: activity I guess Uh dude 2020 I know another monster of the week man first murder hornet 2020 is kind of like oh I don't know I don't know but let me tell you something dude. (laughs) 2020 is kind of like what would happen if Post Malone was doing coke and meth at the same time and he wrote a song and the video was directed by Quentin Tarantino like this is what 2020 is like man like Dude, it it's is been nuts a it,
3: it feels like a Quentin Tarantino movie it feels actually. like a Tarantino movie and then it's Post <laughs> Malone in the
1: background just doing this right here yeah. I'm hoping it. there's like an, yeah. and we know. have our moments like we got yeah. a stimulus check you know that would be like DJ Khaled going spend that money Yeah. Like, you know like something <laughs> Make it rain. Like Make, Make it rain, rain you know. <laughs> I respect you. <laughs> Go buy yourself something nice. Yeah, yeah. This because I like. <laughs> He's it's sliding like, like hundred dollars bills. Like, what can I do with this? Did uh, <laughs> Did
0: you watch Posty on uh, JRE the other day? I'm only an hour and a half. Uh, me too. I had watched. All yeah, of I haven't watched the whole thing. Dude, what about that? Dude, the David Cho episode, man. What David? What David Cho?
2: What, what? It's David one of the, Joe?
0: Okay, it's one of the best episodes. Like I didn't even know J- David Cho had been on like ten fucking times. This is a dude that was a vice reporter, right? But oh, he's also okay. an artist, and he he like went to school with Zuckerberg, right? Oh, and Zuckerberg had him do some shit for Facebook and paid him in stock and then that stock became worth like 200 million this dude has been to like every country every
1: state it's oh the guy who was friends with uh, um, Anthony Bourdain Anthony Bourdain I yeah. saw that one that oh, that was man. that was rough
3: I did not see that
1: one that was a rough
3: it's one it's like four hours it's a very rough one yeah. it's very
1: good but it's it's very emotional and some of the stuff he talks about is like the stuff we were talking in the car about um, how people don't know how to deal with their emotions and their addictions yeah. and stuff he talks a lot about that yeah, like, yeah. yeah I saw that one that, that, that was that one.
3: a I'll have to I'll one, I good. haven't seen that one yet. It's good. Man. It's really good.
0: Somebody texts me about it, and I was like, man, I'm going to look into this. And then I didn't realize that he, he'd been on Joe Rogan several yeah. times. Oh, he's yeah. Been, he's yeah. been on Joe
3: Rogan. Yeah. yeah. He's been there a couple times. Joe Rogan got some really – sometimes he gets some really weird guests in there. And then they start talking, and you're like – is it me or are they making sense? Because this, because <laughs> they're talking about aliens and then they're talking about talk, this one guy. You want to talk
1: about things that don't make sense? No, really. They're talking about
3: this one guy. Like, I forget what his name is, but he had to prepare a briefing on UFOs for President Bill Clinton at the time. Oh, I wonder what the, I don't know if I've seen that. At one. the last minute, I've min, seen at, several
1: from. that. At the last
3: minute, he said they cancel it. So Bill Clinton knows nothing about aliens, according to him. There's
1: aliens now, so I mean, we've. I'm just saying,
3: Joe Rogan's got some people What's, on there. He's like, hey, he has. Let, let's look sidebar that,
0: and let's say all the people that we're re- referencing he's had on recently. Yes, he's like, uh, you know, the uh, Bob Lazar and yeah. the, the guy that directed that documentary mm-hmm. on Netflix, and then he came back on the other day, and then this is Captain Fravor guy, yeah. And and everything and then there's Tom to launch which everyone's still talking shit about yeah mm-hmm. and everything that motherfucker said was true yep yep like that dude i like i've been kind of defending him this whole time it's like that dude's a fucking genius like yeah everybody's praising maynard james keenan because he's in three fucking bands so is that guy and then on the side he's like <clears throat> got this to the stars yeah project yeah <laughs> but it's like everything he said is just been echoed by that lady that came on Joe's, all of these things like saying all the same thing. And Joe was like, not giving them any shit. Yeah. And he did. He was just like, even on the episode the other day with uh, the most recent UFO guy, like they brought up Tom DeLonge. like, they used his videos on one of these releases. Mm -hmm. And Joe made some sliding remark. I was like,
1: dude what the fuck, man like i don't know that's I just- all right man i i i, I know <sighs> i've said stuff before like uh one day i went to to do like a it was like a talk i guess and i was talking about like human trafficking and someone in the crowd comes up he's like that only happens in movies and i kind of like was so taken aback i didn't really know like what to respond to that. And now that people are starting to be aware of it, I kind of just sit back. Like, it's cool that everybody's getting awareness because it happens a lot, but it's like, yeah, a lot of people have known about this for a long time. Like, yeah. this oh, this mad. Is,
3: yeah, this didn't just happen. Yeah, this
1: isn't just happened. N- well, is if not it's, new. people think if
0: it's not true for them, they, I have just thinking about this today. If it's not true for them, if they've never seen it, th- then it didn't happen. And yeah. It's not
1: possible. Yeah. Yeah. Well, some people live in a castle of glass and they just don't. They don't leave the confinements of that, and they they just they prefer the like, comfort. Yeah, they man. prefer the comfort, and it's like that's why. Like honestly, like I watch scary movies all the time, and like do not does not bother me at all. Like because oh, it's like some man. of the stuff you see, like it's just like brutal. Man, I had an ex
3: girlfriend. She likes scary movies. Yeah, I, I had to watch the Notebook like several times. <laughs> and that was so. <laughs> That's a scary movie. Too. What do you want?
2: All, all, all of the good movies like
0: my wife and I watch, she has no knowledge of. I, I texted her the other day. Like what? I, I like, good morning, Vietnam.
1: What? That's the biggest joke. See, that's, that's my relationship because my wife, she was born and raised in the States, and then she's five years older than me. So, there's like a bunch of movies that I've never seen in English. Like, I, I watched the, like a year ago, I watched The Matrix in English for the first oh. time. Like the guys yeah. at the gym give me so much crap because they're like, you can't talk, like you just can't talk. Go watch this movie. I'm like, I got a list of it. Like I hadn't seen Top Gun until two years ago. Oh, you're lucky. <laughs> you should have never watched <laughs> that movie
2: as a kid.
0: Honestly, <laughs> yeah. See, a, that's
1: what I'm uh, saying. My wife, she's she's five, uh, four years older than me, and she's like, seen all these movies. No, I do. Mrs. i Doubtfire, joined, bro. Have you seen? Mrs. I've seen Doubtfire. Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah. You no, know? I
3: joined yeah. I joined the Navy, and I I watched Top Gun before I joined the Navy, and then after you what? And after I got, I was in the Navy for a couple of years it came on TV again and I was like <laughs> see I screwed
1: myself <laughs> Mother, I screwed myself no, I didn't like, like oh, I was man, super I hated, anti-military hated that like movie. when I was in in Puerto Rico and then when I joined everybody was like shell shocked cause I was like in FBLA and all this other crap oh really and I was like yeah I was like my high school years were pretty cool man like they were pretty dope and then just turned 18 and it went to shit <laughs> <laughs> that happened yeah that happened to me too i got it lined out by the time i was like 23 though like 10 years yeah ago. like
0: I, I, i've been able to i think do a fair amount of 10 years
1: so i feel like my 20s i just spent a lot of time working though like it's that's like, all i did yeah that's literally all i did and just gaining skills because like after yeah. i got out of the army i was doing jujitsu and then i went to do uh some stuff for homeland security as an interpreter and I worked wiretaps and whatnot for a while, <laughs> and then I came back. How many do- like how
0: many doors has uh, your ability to be an interpreter opened for you? Like, quite in what sense? Like, uh, in okay, you're in the military. You're, you are you open to more opportunities there, or like yeah. after you've been in the military, they're like, hey.
1: We we know you can serve as a Terp, but we need to use you here, here, and here. Honestly, like, it's a combination of things. Like, even, like, when I do comedy, like, a lot of the stuff that I tell that I get good laughs are, like, like stories that I just, like, was able to, like, recreate. But, like, I don't think it was, like, one thing or another. Because I've been able to speak English and Spanish since I was, like, six. Like, very, very fluently. And then when I was a teenager is when I got the opportunity to work as a turp. Like, so I understood, like... You know the differences of like the forms of interpreting you know how to do translations like the essence of it but like the military like what the military gave me was like a lot of confidence is like the main thing you know and even though it was like a false confidence like it gave me a lot of confidence because i was like i i've always been like a big nerd like since i was five and i always watch like dragon ball z and all that stuff oh yeah so like and uh you know when i joined the military like a lot of people run into that so when I left, I think the military did help open that door, but the language is what's opened, like doors in the essence of like I can communicate with more people and I can like you know do comedy in another in another language and like oh yeah that's yeah, it, right, yeah. Yeah. Wow. yeah, I just did my first Spanish show yesterday, yeah, yeah. that's who you're texting me about wow yeah, yeah i didn't yeah. I didn't
0: consider nice yeah so
1: do do you do a totally
0: different routine if you're doing
1: yeah we were just talking about that because it's very different like the timing and like the delivery and like on top of that like contextually like there's some things in spanish that won't be funny if i just translate like some of my jokes Mm -hmm. because it just doesn't correlate you know what i'm saying like you have to understand the culture of it and like that that comes with being an interpreter because you have to understand culture in order for you to understand like you know the uh, what the context of a situation is oh, you know yeah. so that's that's something that a lot of people don't understand well, and that's a real similar
0: to what you're
1: talking about yesterday with somebody
0: coming up and saying that's just in the movies because they i run into that with history all the time yeah right mm-hmm. like the the particular uh in conversation with people recently <laughs> people will bring up things about like the civil war that i'm like yeah it's not fucking true Like
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's not at all. Like, do you have a source for that? That's how I feel because like, you know, I started working when I was at Homeland. I worked a lot of drug cases and then I got, you know, I was able to, uh, let me, let me rephrase. I didn't work. I was assisting in them as an interpreter, you know, but then like I was able to, like learn a lot of stuff that i really didn't know about and then when i started my company and i started doing like the cases with cps and stuff there was a lot of trafficking cases and then i also helped out with like you know some organizations that i do some help with that you know, just helping the people out of there. But like, I remember the first time I saw a trafficking victim, like I was like, oh, all right, cool. Like this could have been, you know, this is someone's kid and whatnot. And people are just blind to it. Like there's a lot of signs around us. People are just fucking blind to them.
0: What, mm-hmm. what are, what are some things uh, going on that you think are uh, common that people just don't know about?
1: What like, do you mean? Uh, like, like, like signs uh, of trafficking it's, it's and signs,
0: stuff? Uh, how widespread it is in local communities, um, things to watch for. Like, you know all all people see see uh, all that I see people sharing right now is like some stats right yeah and um, it's like okay 480,000 people you know gone missing but it's like you extrapolate the stats out of that data it's like a uh, vast percentage of, of these gone missing are not traffic victims. They're yeah.
1: these other things. So it's like, what what are we dealing with stats-wise? Well, stats wise and well stuff the like? first thing is, like, I, I wouldn't be able to know. Like, that's just not what I do. And if I gave you a number, I would lie. What I can tell you is is that First of all people have to understand what trafficking is. Okay? Trafficking is when you move a person from one place from point A to point B in order to gain some sort of sexual, financial and or, you know, some something out of that person and you're coercing them against their uh, doing it against their will or coercing them. Like that's what people need to understand, okay? Cuz a lot of people think that certain things are trafficking and they're not. Okay? Like I've worked legit cases where The person legitimately paid a coyote, which a coyote is a person that Mm -hmm. brings you from state to state to state. Mm -hmm. And like they work for the cartel or for MS-13 and stuff like that. And they ended up in the U.S. and then I ended up becoming like their interpreter and I've had to tell their stories. Obviously, protect their identity. I can't talk about them. But like one of the things that people don't understand is like it's funded by the cartel mainly. Like, this is something that the cartel does. It's a, it's a way that they gain money. And, you know, those in power, like, I don't know much about the Epsing situation or whatnot, but things like that don't surprise me. Because what happens is, like, for like for example, I can talk about my work, is you have someone that wants to leave, let's say, you know, El Salvador, right? You have to cross many, 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 many places. And they go and they pay, you know, the cartel X like, amount of money for them to take their kid from one spot to another. Indeed, I'm not- Put this back. I can hear you. Breathing you're like, like a motherfucker breathing in song. there. You all no, right, Macario? No no, your big deal. heart all right? It's just
0: like it's picking. out I, I don't. I didn't.
1: I didn't hear that. That's <laughs> like that's what it's super good for, oh. them, right? But
0: I have. I don't. I tried to set your gain to R, Are no, you but good? It, yeah, I think the gain's up a little high. So oh, okay. Super. It's sits in a hot <laughs> mic more than anything. So don't worry. About I, didn't, it. I didn't. I didn't yeah, mean yeah, to yeah. breathe
3: heavy.
0: No. <laughs> if I dude, if I had you on a headphone, so that's my bad. It's the coffee. It's the coffee is what it is. The nitro coffee. But hey, at least you're not a mouth breather, dude. Yes, true. God. you're you're breathing beautifully through your nose thank I you don't feel so conscious hey, I about practiced it. It quite
2: people that actually. breathe through their
0: nose i'm like i was i was admiring it <laughs> but uh I, but yeah that's you hearing you and then you hearing other things is like the whole thing like you say i'm just like moving mine around all the time because i move around quite a bit i'm trying to get one of a different chair here pretty soon yeah those gaming me. chairs are pretty nice too yeah, dude, I'm gonna get the same chair Joe Rogan sits in—the Capisco. I don't know. It's like done. a posture chair, so it looks like uh, like a, it's shaped like the same way in the front oh. and the sides because you can sit three different ways in it. I Oh, really? Right. Sit with the back at your back, or you can flip it around and like if you're typing, which I would have had one of those. Oh, that's
3: yeah. Like back in the day, I
0: mean, these chairs are okay, but like. Dude, I, I'm, I'm, I'm used to these regular 20s. Yeah, that's what I'm used to. Something. This <laughs> is like, eh, I'm used <laughs> to this. those Yeah. Those fans I mean, man, I got to. Yeah. As much as I say, am going to be sitting down, I'm sure this semester, too, because <laughs> we'll be back online. Like yeah. you guys are yeah. saying with uh, uh, theme parks opening. But yeah. Yeah
1: but anyway man
0: sorry to sorry to. no no s- so, you're good so you're talking about the cartel right
1: yeah so so they pay someone x amount of money to bring and normally this is what i've seen a lot is they'll pay to bring their kid over here so then they get them all the way up to mexico and then at mexico they they do a crossing what a lot of people don't know is that at that crossing a lot of people die and a lot of those bodies they just get eaten and whatnot because it's brutal to cross And then you have entry points that people can go into if they're seeking asylum, which I've had cases like that where they're seeking asylum and, you know, they have documents. What years were you doing this? Uh, I've done that from 2017 up until like a few months ago. I've had cases. My wife, Uh, my wife. What a terrible
0: fucking time to be doing that, right? I mean. It It just seems amplified right now. Maybe
1: that's just in the news. I just don't like I don't I don't see it, you know, and I've seen a lot of bad interpreters do these cases and try to get too involved. You know, I literally go in there, I interpret and I leave, but it takes, it takes a toll on you, especially when there's kids involved. Like I've had cases where I've been the interpreter from the moment they removed them from the home all the way until like it was, it was closed and people got charged and everything. Like you you see a lot of that stuff. Let me ask you this.
0: So so I had, I have a good friend that's been on the podcast a couple of times. He's a professor at tech and he is working on a book. He goes on the border all the time. He has a boat, uh, in corpus yeah. christy anyway so he talks uh, he's talk, talked on one episode about like the people he had interviewed that didn't even come from south or central american countries right mm-hmm. what are you seeing any trends or stats i'm sure you all you deal with primarily people that are going to be um from those areas right because mm-hmm. of your because of your language background but like what sort of stuff uh, were you seeing like uh, a vast number of people are coming from this country or like anything like that
1: el salvador and colombia hmm. and then you have a bit of mexico here and there but a lot of from El salvador and colombia why is it the you, situation what what for people that don't know what that situation is so pretty much what's happening is in colombia Not even in Colombia, like in a lot of like Central and and South, uh, South Latin American countries, the cartels run rampant like Mexico just recently, uh, like a few days ago, they captured one of their high value targets from the cartel uh, like today, I think, or yesterday. And then if you recall, it was all over the news a a few a few months ago that the cartel was was having like a war with the Mexican military. And then at the end, they just couldn't and they let uh, El Chapo's kid go you know yeah, yeah, yeah. so like things like that happen because the cartels run it and they run protection and they're not centralized so since they're not like centralized you know you could be part of this click. they call them clicks. like you could be part of this click when you're talking about like ms13 or like la pana salvatrucha right um And then, you know, that click is ran by, you know, Jose, you know, and then the click like two miles from the city is ran by another dude, you know, and like they believe in violence and extreme violence. And like they teach the kids at a young age that it's normal to be violent. Like that's just a thing you see a lot, like a ton. You know, something too, I'm thinking about while you're talking about this, like,
0: is that... um, the, this has come up with like law enforcement that I've talked with recently. Yeah. they receive this trauma from from seeing all this stuff, right? Yeah, and, they and do from hearing these stories and talking to these people, like what you were mentioning a moment ago, and then that does really put into perspective in some way, like okay, and then w- way further removed from how these people feel are the victims,
1: right? The the problem we have is that we have a society that's not even a society. I don't want to say society, like. Our law enforcement is very reactive when it comes to this. You know what I'm saying? And, we, you know, law enforcement, this is speaking from, I have worked both sides. You know, law enforcement, where we're concentrating on catching the dude. Mm-hmm. You know, the problem is like, it's kind of just like with the whole uh, prostitution thing and whatnot, which I've seen cases like that. You know, there's nothing that, now there are a lot of, you know, stuff now that's available because people are starting to become more aware of it. But they don't have any other life skills sometimes. So, that's why they resort to like selling themselves and stuff like that. And it's just extremely difficult or, you know, they've made some life choices that they're like, well, can't go back from this and, you know, insert whatever reason here. But for us, it's more like there's not a lot of proactive stuff to help them once they get removed from that situation, because there's a lot of trauma. It's a shit ton of trauma. So that's just what I've seen a lot. Yeah. Shit. That's
0: I have I've a developed a, just through conversations like these a fair amount of empathy as an adult. Mm hmm. That I did not have, like, growing up. Yeah. Like we're saying, this yeah. like so many things. Uh, that's the benefit I always explain to people of, like, my education and background is I became more empathetic towards more
1: groups because yeah. I know more storylines of the culture of what we've been through. You get that as an interpreter because I'm basically those people's voices, you know, and I teach a class on, on human trafficking and stuff like that. Like at a college, and, uh, local college? No, it's just through my company, like, uh, to interpreters and whatnot. Uh, And, like, I tell people all the time, like, understand, like, you know, this isn't for everybody. Like, being an interpreter isn't for everybody because there's a difference between talking Spanish and English and then being able to interpret it. Like, you really have to have, like, an obsession with language and understand that, like, you know, contextually language is going to change and you have to understand the culture and keep up with it. And it's like a daily thing, you know, like I read daily on that type of stuff and I have, like, my own uh little study that i do and whatnot and the way that i train and whatnot to keep my mind fresh because you have to be able to interpret at a certain speed whenever we're talking about conversations and you have to be able to keep up and whatnot do you have you ever had to be in a situation where
0: you had uh, uh i read about this a lot in history they like mm. well and david cho is talking about this like well this one guy in the village spoke some french yeah and uh you know, we were able to like basically d- interpret through three different languages.
1: Yeah. Right? I've seen, I've seen situations like that, but like there's one key point there that you hit that like a lot of people don't understand. It's like, Oh, I speak, he spoke some French. Like I've been to hospitals before with some of the trafficking victims and I've had nurses straight up say, Oh, I speak Spanish. We don't need you. And like one thing they have to understand is like, you know, I, I remain very neutral, but those people that, you know, we've helped, uh, there's some report built there. You know, uh, I'll give you an example. Uh, I had <laughs> I've never told the story. <laughs> uh, I had a, a one time this this person, they they ran away uh, from their their home. Uh, Their foster parent home and i got called to ask you know if i knew where she was because i could read the facebook and stuff like that i was like i know where she is and like a couple hours later long story short the cops come to pick me up to interpret for them like the springfield pd and i just showed up and like nobody was saying anything and all i said was i'm gonna give you two choices you can make my night very long or you can make it very short and she just looked at me she's like i'll make it short i'm like all right let's go and like, that was it. I didn't have to say much of anything because she'd never heard me like talk like by myself. It was normally like me repeating other people's words because you just don't talk. Mm-hmm. Like you go in and like, as soon as the LEP, the uh, the LEP walks in or the ELL, you know, whatever you want to call them um, or the person that doesn't speak English walks in, I start talking and you have to say every single thing that everybody says around you. So if you're talking about like how you bang your wife the other night and stuff like that, I'm going to interpret that. Cause I just start going because you have to, according to the law, you have to interpret everything because you have to make them, let me phrase that. The law doesn't say that what it says is you have to give them the same treatment that you would give, uh, an English speaking person. Mm-hmm. So meaning that I have to repeat everything that is said. Somebody needs to tell that to Anderson Silva's translator, dude. Why do you not remember
0: like, uh, which I don't know, like I, I've seen some breakdowns, but he would, uh, Ed Suarez. He's a manager for a bunch of people. But Anderson would talk for like 20 minutes in Portuguese. And then Ed Suarez would be like... Anderson says, thank you.
1: Oh, dude, yeah, that's, that's, you can't do that. So here's here's a lesson in interpreting, OK? There's three modes of interpreting, right? Or translating, however you want to call it, because there's a difference between interpreting and translating. Interpreting is the spoken words, OK? That's when we're talking like and there's two forms of that. It's going to be continuous and simultaneous. Continuous is when he talks, I talk, you talk, I talk, he talks, right? Simultaneous is when he's talking and I'm talking at the same time. I'm saying the same thing he's saying in in, in the, the language. And then you have site translations, which is pretty much when uh, you give me a document and I look at the document and pretty much I have to like on the spot, like start like, you know, telling this person what the document says. And then obviously you have what's called whisper interpreting, which is, you know, it's pretty much when you see that a lot like, well, you won't see it at the UN and like with the presidential stuff, because interpreters are like ninjas. Like that's what a lot of people don't understand. And uh, let me finish that before I drill on. Uh, So you have... Whisper interpreting, which is like what I do a lot in court, where I'll pretty much just sit behind the person and just go as they start talking, like, you know, uh, court is in session, you know, and you just keep going at it. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's probably the best way I like it because I charge by the hour, even if I work 10 minutes. And a lot of times the court is like, okay, we're going to go through the proceedings. And I'm like. I'll tell them like to go at a certain pace. Like, can we slow down how we talk? And then I'll just, and I'll, you know, they'll ask like, do you understand? And people are like, wow, like I understood everything. And they've looked at me before. Like who, who, who the fuck were we paying before? Like why, why were we Uh, paying that person? How many years (laughs) of experience do you have doing this? Oh God. Are we counting, like, the years in Puerto Rico? Mm, you yeah, when just, it was 16, Yeah, right? 16. So, we were just talking about yeah, this, too. Right. I started when yeah. I was like, so here's the thing. And I wrote this into a joke, but, but I've never told it. So the reality is the way that I start as an interpreter, and a lot of my buddies who see this are going to laugh, was I, uh, since I spoke English, like, from a very young age, because my dad was always hammering, like, you need to learn English. You need to learn English. Um, I would charge my homies to do their homework in English, and then they would pay me. And that's how I would, that's how I started Right. <laughs> but then, you know, uh, through FBLA, I was competing at improvised oratory and I was also assigned to go to Disney for FBLA as an interpreter. And I got to go to Disney world and stay at the Swan and dolphin for that. So like I've been doing this stuff since I was 16, nice. you know, in the military I did it a little bit cause we would have people that were Spanish speakers only. Uh, in Korea, we had some incidents where we, we apprehended some people like that. Uh, and then pretty much like, you know, up until three years ago, is when I started my business, the Language ninja Solutions. So now you're basically just a consultant for anybody that needs your services. P- like pretty much anybody? like i've I've moved away from doing interpreting and translating. like I have I have people that I pay to do that. And what I'm starting to concentrate on is uh, teaching because that's what uh, Edgar Hidalgo, one of the guys that I told you about, uh, he, yeah. he owns trans interpreting. Uh, Edgar's like, you need to just start teaching like with the experience that you have like no one's gonna pay like what they want for the interpreter because they just they just don't care you know so like uh that's what I've been moving towards and like more of a consulting place mm-hmm. just so I can like you know have more time to do comedy and spend time with my family and I can do everything from home too is the beautiful thing you and know how,
0: how do you know 33 oh dude same age as me and yeah Jesus Christ and Alexander the Great
1: yeah yeah, it's just so hopefully we don't die this year. <laughs> well, yeah, it's a weird year,
3: be, you might be reincarnated. I don't know. Any, Any, yeah, you never happen? know, man.
1: You never know. Yeah, I, just... I
3: just know I've prescribed all religions <laughs> that way. When I get to the pearly gates and Buddha's there, I'd be like, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it.
0: My I dad mean, said something it, crazy. To played me the, other the game, it <laughs> was like one dimensional. And I was like, you know, he was talking about like two, these two people in the Bible that didn't die. So yeah, they got whisked stepped into heaven and i was like i was like well if we surveyed all world religions there would be more people than that okay and he was oh, just my like God. Oh, whatever <laughs>
1: right, whatever i was <laughs> yep. just like dude all right yep that's that's how i feel sometimes yeah talking yeah. to my dad my dad did um did uh 30 years uh as a cop in puerto rico oh wow yeah wow how different is law enforcement there could
0: you can extremely you different
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> puerto rico okay yeah, I used to live in Puerto Rico. So yeah. yeah. You
0: did too? Yeah. He, he was to, when oh. he was in the Navy. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You mentioned. Did you yeah. mention that a second ago? I think. You mentioned yeah, yeah. you are yeah, you, you mention in the Navy. I just didn't know yeah. you'd also. We know each other through comedy. Like, we've yeah. become pretty close. are yeah, you're, no, com- you're, com- you're
0: a comedian too, dude? Yeah. Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah, we, we do a lot of shows together and whatnot. Yeah. Well, same. same. Where, where do you guys usually around? It, it just depends, man. Like we used to go to the Blue Room, uh, Blue Room Comedy up in Springfield, Missouri. Yeah. But you it's uh, a club in uh, St. Louis. Yeah. Then there's a club in St. Louis, too. Uh, and then I have my own show. I have a cigar show that I host like once a month. Oh. And then <laughs> the shirt. I should put
0: it on. <laughs> you should you put car. it on. You yeah.
1: absolutely should put yeah. it on.
0: <laughs> Cigars, coffee, dude i have such a coffee addiction it's quite
1: that's why i did that shirt because it was like i was like sitting there and uh like thinking of like some of the jokes that i wrote down and that was one of the jokes i was like i was like taking a shit on vegans and stuff like that not even vegans like people who talk about like oh you need to eat more plants and i was like yeah i drink coffee and you know i snort coffee and i smoke cigars like that's a salad right like that's got to count for something i guess and yeah. Some people that's did not funny. like that, but no, man, it's very different. Uh, it's like sorry. very, very different because, you know, the laws in Puerto Rico Puerto are different. Number one in, um, in, uh, you know, the laws are different, you know, <laughs> there's just a lot of differences. I, I don't think I'm the person to talk to about that. Cause I'm not just, it's just something that I, I, I didn't do for a long time. You know, but there's a lot of crazy stuff that happens in Puerto Rico, a lot of corruption, a Uh, lot of corruption that happens too in Puerto Rico. Oh,
3: and and there. And uh, when I was there. Yeah, I'm not saying they're racist now, but when I was there, (laughs) they literally told us at the briefing that this part of Puerto Rico if the sun's down,
1: don't go there. Sun, yeah. if, if the sun, if this. He was there in the nineties though, when there was a lot of corruption, like oh, to the yeah. point that the, the, we were just talking about this. Yeah. Uh, there was a, there was a, like a big drug Lord that had everybody in his pocket. And then oh, they yeah. just cleaned house mm-hmm. in the nineties. And like, you know, we, Puerto Rican people like, it, it, you know, I, I don't think that we're racist. You know what I'm saying? Cause you have Puerto Rican people that are white. That are yellow, that are brown, that are purple. I just know but, it but sounded, no, yeah, it but there was some issues. Said. Yeah, there was some issues with the military. <laughs> there's always been issues with the military. Like a lot of people who joined the military from the island, like a lot of people don't like you. Some people they just don't care nowadays. But there's a yeah. lot of people that don't like don't agree with you Yeah, military. we didn't stop at stoplights either. After ten o'clock. Yeah, there's that's yeah. They Driving different,
3: in different Puerto rules. Rico is nuts. Have you, you had, been to
0: Brazil before? No. No, I haven't. Yeah. Yeah, I have I, not. I've been there. You have been <laughs> real.
3: Oh yeah. See, yeah, I
0: everybody I know has. I've never been like, and I don't know. I, real, real I don't know if was, I'll ever go. Oh
3: man, the, the uh, they call it the mafia down there. Yeah. Uh, they they run they run Brazil. Like multiple oh,
0: yeah. UFC fighters but it's been robbed on the street by like organized crime. That's yeah. fucking nuts. I mean, that's, when I was, it just there, won't
3: end. When I was there, it was uh, you know the politicians and we getting. I'm assuming getting paid by the mafia because the mafia did what the hell they went to down there. Yeah. From what It's what nuts seen, to me. I mean, yeah. It's nuts. I, like yeah. What I, if I, I, I
0: want, if I'm going to go to another country, uh, it just, I don't know. Probably won't be that. It, I like it. I could to bring tons. Like, I, dude, there's this, uh, I get that there's an incredible jujitsu down there and I'm jujitsu by belt and I want to train incredible jujitsu people, but there's a, you know, Hickson's here in the United States. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, there's a, there's so, uh, Kyle Terra, like here uh, you mentioned earlier. Yeah. There's so much good jujitsu here and, I can get almost anybody from Brazil to come live with me if I want. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like that's, that's the thing.
1: Yeah. That's the thing that mm-hmm. blows my mind is like the amount of people that are leaving and just coming over here. You know, and then you don't you it don't is hear about country, them. Though. Brazil, Brazil's yeah. beautiful. I would love. I would love to go. I would love to camps when oh, these yeah. people. The come. But my name will they probably need. help me. So God, though. Yeah. So yeah.
3: Yeah, but they have that huge. Uh, whenever you see the in the movies, they'll show that big picture of uh, oh, the favela of Jesus Christ.
1: Oh, the in, oh, I forgot the name in, of that. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's in Rio. I forget the name of that place. I thought you were talking about the yeah. favelas and stuff like that. Oh, no, well,
3: they yeah, that too. But
1: no, yeah, we, just, have, we have we have something kind of like, like show yeah. in the yeah, movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They
3: said, "Hey, we're in Brazil." They show that they statue. hiked up there. Yeah. Right? We
1: kind of have something in Puerto Rico, kind of like favelas. They are caserios. Oh, it's like a lot of yeah, a lot of like a lot of criminal activity, a lot of drug activity, you know, not necessarily that. I've known, I have a best friend who lived in a Cacerio, and he used to see drug deals happen all the time. And he'd be like, yeah, well, that's not my problem. Not my prerogative. And he just keep walking. Nobody fucks with you. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, yeah, you know, the, the narrative on what cops should be doing is so broad right now. Like that's something uh, that, uh, I mean, it's, I've had several conversations about the guy was yeah. telling you about earlier that, teaches teachers here, uh, but I think the biggest thing is like, and I was talking to him about this yesterday morning, is like we pay and subsidize for non martial not people not trained in martial yeah. arts to yeah. train cops in martial arts
1: yeah. once a year. Yeah. And that's something that yeah.
0: Rarely any physical fitness requirements. Like yeah. that's
1: insane. It, like, it isn't. Meanwhile the mil in the military police, like at least when I was in, like, you had to like have extensive training, like back when i was in like uh, you know the company that i was in like the they would just we had like a thursday or something like that we would just do combatives and you just get your ass kicked and just understand like hey you're probably gonna get in fights like this is what we do you know but most of the military (laughs) has
3: a some sort of physical
1: yeah well we also train a lot but we also train a lot which is one of the issues that like uh a, a lot of people have with like cops is like they don't they don't get trained enough or they don't get continuous education mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. that. You know, yeah. I as an interpreter, I have to have continuous education. Like I have to prove I it, also
0: you know? myself yeah, yeah. as a historian. Uh, yeah. And like yeah. even as a martial artist, like there's oh, never yeah. Stop private Jiu-Jitsu. lessons. Have never stopped yeah. training. Yeah. Uh, like
3: well, it's, It never stops. It's like where they're like, they tries the police. I was like, no, they haven't. Not then, yet. if Uh, if they would have militarized
1: the police I I get I get what they're saying without they're talking about like the way that they conduct business but like I think if they militarized the police they would be countless hours of training and training and training and training and training and and just they might look like it when they're in the right yeah you would lose your mind you know how many times, like, I, oh, God, don't get me started. Yeah, that's, don't get me that's started, a whole different man. story. That's right? just <laughs> the amount of training that you do in the military, sometimes, like, it just hurt my, it hurts my brain. You can do stuff in your sleep. He can, I know yeah. he does stuff in his sleep. I do stuff in my sleep. Yeah, like, it's just the amount of training that you do, just like with shooting. Like, when I went through SRT, it was like, yeah, this is going to be an 80-hour course. It's two weeks fuck you that was not 80 hours when i went through swat school like what they call like like the army version of swat school like we were in the range to the point that my finger hurts that finger bends to the side because of that mm. like we spent countless hours shooting and shooting and shooting and shooting and then you have to requal and all this other stuff and it's yeah. just like and, 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 you know, I can't imagine like guys who are operators, like Alan Shavarro. like, you know, Chivarro's told me some stuff that he's like, it's like spent months shooting like that. I'm like, Jesus, yeah. can you imagine that budget? Like, my God. Yeah. But it's yeah just, I didn't go like,
3: through the intense training he did.
1: Yeah. He was in the Navy. He kind of like had like the floaties and like the little rubber ducky. That's the Coast Guard. That is the Coast Guard. Yeah, Coast Guard. That is you the You guys Coast
0: got Guard. David Goggins, huh? <laughs> That's
1: <laughs> the true. The what?
0: And Jocko. That's true. That's true. Right. They got some heroes over there. Yeah.
1: Data. We, we have even, are you even, serious? Do you don't not even. know what the army has? Don't, don't even start. Don't don't even I mean start Goggins up. did fail Ranger School twice. Don't even <laughs> start me, here, bro. How many Medal of Honor recipients do you guys have? I'll wait. I'll wait. Talk <laughs> I mean, to me about to the count. army. What the fuck ever. Carry your boats. <laughs> yeah. Go 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 be the Marine the Marine Corps' Uber. It's exactly oh, what damn. you guys are. The, the, the inner, uh, inner, what,
0: what would you, what would be the word?
1: The inner, like, I don't know. We talk, we talk shit to each other too on stage. Like when we do, oh, like yeah. when I'll do a joke, like I wrote a joke about the Navy one day and he's like, you motherfucker, <laughs> like, that's good. <laughs> and it's my closer now. Like, it's pretty much like, a. I I always close out. I say like, you know, motivation is a big thing and I'll be like, you know, in the army, like all, all the armed forces, they have like a, like a battle cry, I guess it's called. Yeah. Like, you know, motivation is like, oh, that's what the army says. I Me, mean, of course, say hoorah because they want to sound like devil dogs. And then the navy just says, ah, just a tip in the butt. Like, that's that's a joke that I wrote. Yeah. I, I said it's, it one day. still the coast guard. It's still, and, and I said navy, and everybody laughed. And then I get off stage, he's like, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> it said the same thing. It's the coast guard. I'm like, hey, it's look, the that, navy in that joke. That Afton <laughs> <is,
0: laughs> Kutcher movie made coast guarding seem very difficult.
1: Those guys are, those Kevin guys Kevin are, Costner tough. died
3: though. in the end. Those Guy, those guys no, are, those, tough are those are called SAR swimmers, searching. Uh, search those and search dudes, like, oh, I wouldn't yeah, fuck any, with yeah. those dudes. What was guys. that movie called? That I'm the Guardian. The Guardian. The Guardian. Ah. It's about the but search and rescue teams. Anybody goes through search and rescue. You're fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah. Search and rescue, because you got to run and swim.
1: Yeah. Uh, with oh, somebody, hey, by the way, somebody. by the way, it has to be while there's a fucking tornado or the water's going nuts. Yeah, this is not calm water. And you have to willingly jump into it from okay a yeah. from a fucking perfectly fine helicopter like let's think about all the things this is why I say like someone asked me what's the craziest thing you've done for money I'm like oh I went to war with another country for $43,000 15 months yeah it's like <laughs> yeah dude that's how that's, much I made in 15 is, months like yeah, 43 something that's <laughs> how my th- th- That's yeah. what I'm saying bro that's so I was crazy. like that's the craziest thing I've done like think about it these guys first of all they tell you like okay you really want to do this like you're going to be the last line of hope between people and sometimes you're going to have to pick who, who lives and dies. Yeah. Sometimes both people might die. Sometimes you might die. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I want to do that. Okay. Sign right here. And then you go through the training, which the training it, is not simple. No. You know, like it is not simple at all. And then it's like, okay, you have to learn all this. Do you still want to do it? yeah I still yeah, I still yeah, want to yeah, do this yeah, yeah that sounds yeah. cool and then you have to go fucking do it and gain experience it's like you got to jump in and save the person like it's nuts to me like the rescue swimmer guys are nuts and I know the Navy has some too I think oh we, we yeah. yeah we train the class actually. yeah it's nuts
3: it's just it, nuts to me like most of the most of the training for armed forces they go through the Navy
2: Navy's
0: better, okay. No, I'm just you
3: kidding. Know, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Awkward. Silence. We train. We train a lot of people. This motherfucker. Uh,
1: <laughs> this <laughs> motherfucker.
3: Uh, He's mad because it's true. <laughs> so
0: hey, side side How did you? How did you get into comedy?
2: <laughs>
1: right, like
0: uh, with when, when, and how, and and why. Like, tell us the whole. So I, got,
1: I started in comedy two years <laughs> ago. Is what I did, and I don't, I don't consider myself that good. It's just i uh for like six months i just like read a bunch of books about how to write jokes and stuff like that and then i would go to the blue room and i would just watch people and i'd be like oh okay i see what you're doing it's kind of like what an interpreter does like an interpreter has to you know you have to like say exactly what the person is saying and like you're emulating so i was like trying to emulate people you know and like it wasn't until like a couple of weeks ago, I think we were talking about this yeah. a few days ago that I was like, you know, I think I found like what makes me like funny is like, excuse me, uh, what makes me funny is like, or what makes people laugh when I say it is like real life experiences,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know, and those are the best jokes. Cause I, I record mm-hmm. all my sets and then like during the Corona thing, since we couldn't do comedy. I started just looking at them and it took me like three days to go through everything for two years. And I was like, man, I noticed that the, the thing that I see the most is like, when it's something about like, it's personal, that mm-hmm. feels real. Like people just die laughing. Yeah. Like, and that's just like, what I do now is just, I write about stuff like that. Like I write a lot about my wife. Like I actually have a skit <laughs> that uh, he remembers this day. I, I said that uh, <laughs> it was the first time everybody saw my wife and they were like, Oh yeah, he's Richard's well taken care of at home. My wife is extremely hot, like way hotter than he thought that she was way like in her twenties. Yeah. My wife is way hotter than what I would any person that I should be with, you know? <laughs> um, and she's older than me, but she looks like she's in her twenties. So she's like, yeah, like the epiphany of like like people, people see my wife and they're like, oh, you know, you got a young, beautiful wife. I'm like, how old do you think my wife is? It's like 28 and my wife just eats it up. Like she's just that's like, funny. that's my, my wife. 48.
0: Yeah, damn, she does look young. <laughs> is,
1: is she your hot unicorn? I <laughs> <laughs> text came through right yeah. up <laughs> Oh my god, she's gonna watch us, and she's gonna be like, "Are you serious?" Oh dude. Oh Sorry. god, that's hilarious. that's hilarious. <laughs> that's hilarious. No, she, I say she. I find, I I always say I found my unicorn, uh, because we got married a few months ago. We were friends for a very long time, and like I had ended a a, a relationship that you know it didn't end very very good. Um, but it, it it turned out to be like the best thing that could happen for that person and for me. That's good. Um, yeah, man. And um, then uh, me and her were talking for a long time. We were really good friends. And then like one day, uh, she we were just like talking. We were like, oh yeah, you know, I think we should give it a try. And we did, and it's the best fucking decision I ever made. My dad likes her, so does my mom. And my my family, it's really hard for them to like anybody.
2: Yeah.
0: Like, How long
1: you guys know, like, been together now? Uh dating like a year and a half okay year and cool, a half. Cool. married we got married february 3rd oh wow nice. yeah i see my mom's different she always likes
3: the crazy ones so yeah as soon as see, she likes one that's like i got dumped her quick. yep my, yeah, mom my mom was friends. like she has, she's
0: th- like whoever you bring home i you know. like them like nah, i was just family. like all right mom this is my family
3: you know, loves you like somebody it's like uh there's crazy yeah. in there i know there's i yeah. just haven't seen it yet
1: and then sure enough well she's also good with my kid though like my wife is really good with my kid yeah. Cause it's a, it's a baby mama situation and my kid loves my, my wife. That's great. Like they're, yeah, they're oh, awesome yeah. together. They're fucking awesome together. So it's not easy, but anywho, I started comedy cause, um, I, I always wanted to like do it. Cause I've always like, even as a kid, like I was kind of like, like a prankster and stuff like that. Like I used to mess with people a lot and like people always gave me shit. I just have one of those faces. People give me shit. Like if you come to the gym, it's like, just, it's like a, gr- a group of hecklers just talking shit to me. And that's why, like, whenever I get heckled on stage, like, I just have like a witty comeback and I just like people go, holy shit. It's like all that rage pent up from the gym and the cigar shop. Just all (laughs) all
0: of the uh, comedians that I've listened to have talked about getting heckled. Like, what's that like?
1: What's it like? Imagine that you're teaching. No, no, no. I, I got it right here. Imagine, okay, this is the best way that I can explain someone heckling you to a jujitsu person. All right, you ready for this? Imagine you're teaching uh, a basic arm uh, armbar from guard, right? And the day one white belt says, well, that's not how I saw it on YouTube. Actually, the guy put his other foot. And see, I see you twitching already like, I know who this motherfucker is. That's exactly what it feels like because I'm up there working. You know what I'm saying? And like, why, if if you don't think it's funny, just shut the fuck up and just go away. If you don't understand a joke or you think the joke like didn't make sense to you, come talk to us. Like, I guarantee you there's been times I didn't get a joke and everybody laughed and I'm like, I don't get it. Like, what's the point of it? You know? Have you
0: had sets like, uh, I'll do a follow up question on this, but have you had sets where you like bombed?
1: pretty bad <laughs> okay, okay 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 I don't call it bombing I call them Ted talks okay, okay. <laughs> or or monologues I like to call them personalized monologues we don't call them bombing that's yeah. very hurtful have, have, have and We need to be PC
0: okay have hecklers shown up to your TED talks,
1: whenever it's that bad, nobody says anything. It so so I'll tell quiet. you a story. And it's McElroy, me good. and McElroy always tell the story. So I wrote a joke about the Boy Scouts <laughs> a while back, and I'm not going to tell the joke here. Good. Uh, and the fr- what happened was the the joke I said it, and I don't know if you remember the first time you got put to sleep by getting choked, right? Like a rear naked choke. Mm-hmm. And you come up like, "Ah!" like, right? That sound. That's exactly what, like, the sound that came out of the crowd when I said the last punch. And like, "Ah!" and I was like, oh, I need to go. (laughs) I need to get the fuck off
0: stage. Good night. So I just like,
1: night and i walked out like everybody was looking at me i looked at macro and he's like yeah i would get the fuck out of here (laughs) it was so bad i was like no (laughs) i'm keeping that joke and then i said the joke next week and it killed killed said it that night twice sweated in two different said the same joke in two different shows did great. Did freaking great. I was like, okay. I think you I think you the first time was new. I don't think
3: you had said it. It, it was right. because
1: the no, it was because the first time that I had said it, that Friday before I had said that joke, the Boy Scouts had filed for bankruptcy. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> and I had done my due I had not done my due research about yeah, the status yeah. of the Boy Scouts before I wrote that joke. That's yeah. a good
0: thing too though, To like uh, <laughs> write things within the
1: yeah. as they are relevant. You have to. Yeah, Uh, you you have have to. to. Like, you have to. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, there's always like. You can't do that with everything because it'll backfire. Yeah. There's some things that like the joke writes itself, man. Yeah. You know, like, like, you know, someone getting someone else pregnant after they had a vasectomy, use a condom, use a plan B pill. Like the person got pregnant. Like, you know what, buddy? That was just meant to happen. Like the joke just writes itself. You know, like you don't you know the the world works in mysterious ways i guess you know but there's certain things like that that the joke just writes itself yeah like you you don't really have to do much i have moments like that like i have moments like that with my wife where i was talking like the other day she's gonna kill me for this so the other day we were talking about uh like you know changing furniture around right and I, i like the color brown Oh, I love, I love it. I have like brown furniture in my house, and she goes, "You know, doesn't matter what you like." Brown, brown just doesn't look well with this color. And I was like, "Oh, here it comes." I go, "Really? Why not?" She's like, "It just looks. It just makes it look nasty." Like, I'm like, "Well, what do you think about the color black?" She goes, "It's slimming. It's got some girth to it. You know, it would make the room <laughs> <laughs> and have a legit." And I go, "What about yellow?" And she looks at me and she goes, "I see what you're fucking doing." <laughs> So I wrote a joke about that. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely wrote that. Oh, <laughs> she like, I see what you're doing. You see,
0: like, you look around here, like, this is all my shit from home. I had a studio really, home, right? Like, But, like, now I'm motherfucking moved out of my house. Nah, <laughs> my wife I mean, was like, uh, she's taking over. I had two rooms. <laughs> I had all my music shit in one room. <laughs> see,
1: I don't, I don't, my wife has, like, the garage because she does, like, these poor paintings and stuff like that. But I... I have the living room with an Xbox and like all I need is I'm I'm very minimalist like I'm very simple. I gotta get my N64 in here, dude. We could be playing GoldenEye right now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Simple stuff like that, but uh, we keep it like very minimal at my house, man. Like we try, we're organizing still, but that's I mean we we're about to redo our
0: kitchen. But, um,
1: <sighs> like, talk uh, to oh, man, that. I just, uh, I just re- did a <sighs> refile on my house too. I'm super pumped. about. Don't talk it, to but, me about that. I uh, gotta, oh, I gotta redo God. my kitchen. I'm trying to see if I can add a bathroom.
0: Cora, well, we, we did we didn't, we didn't add see. a bathroom. We remodeled entirely Bad. So we've been doing kind of like one room at a time. Replaced no all our bad. floors. We bought our house and it, it appraised it like, uh, we did a bunch of stuff sitting there like 20000 higher than when we bought it. So Nice. We were, the refi we were able to dude. We weren't even doing the kitchen stuff on the refi. We just slashed that interest rate in half, dude. Slashed the uh, term in half. Yeah. And, oh, and yeah.
3: I, that's what I did. Dropped our, our mortgage
0: yeah. insurance and the payment is the same. Mm. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm paying it off twice as fast all the shit. Yeah,
3: it's I dropped a full point of refinance just to because the interest rate was so low. Fuck I was like, yeah, it dropped to full point. I was like, I, Dude, everything I, is uh, the best time right now. I know like, a like lot when of we people. moved
0: here, which is pre COVID though. Yeah. But, yeah. um, just with what I was able to do for whatever reason, it took forever to get the financing done, like eight months. Right? Really? Cause it's through SBA, mm-hmm. but like we qualified for a killer program. They paid our mortgage for six months because of the pandemic. Like, mm. right? I haven't even mm. officially paid a mortgage payment.
3: Wow. Boy, right? That's hours.
0: pretty good. Yes. But, man. um, they, um, there's I wish no I balloon. could get something like that. There's no <laughs> balloon. <laughs>
2: it's like my
0: last two uh finance uh on the previous locations yeah. were there's a balloon, right? So it's like in 5 years, you know, you, you might get whatever interest rate when you
1: I don't know, man. Owning a martial arts gym is so like, I just would never want to like own a gym. I'd love to teach, you know, and I'm getting, I'm starting to like stuff, but it's like, yeah. But like, you have to deal with like the, I don't know, man. There there is some bullshit. I I like what Jack does. Yes. I like what Jack does. That's, that's what I want. That's what I want. I don't teach kids. That's another big thing about it, right? I just yeah. teach adults. I thought
3: kids would be easier to
1: teach. No they're oh, not. Fuck, no they're not. Shut
0: the fuck up. I was McElroy. talking about a, to my guitar teacher out of here. about teaching Get out of like here. beginner kids guitar and he's like, Oh, I don't care and I was thinking while he said that, I was like Dude, I, don't, I didn't even like showing an adult who's been playing for six months new shit. It was frustrating to me. Yeah, on guitar, teaching right? kids jujitsu is very jujitsu. Yeah. My wife handles all the kids programs, yeah. and we have fitness and yoga, fitness kickboxing. You yoga.
1: have to have like a personality, like you really do. Like I worked super Draining. well with kids, but like teaching kids jujitsu, like. Just, and, and, and the thing is like you,
3: they would I just seemed like they would go. they would take to it pretty easy
1: they would like things. they they do but the problem is is that you know you always have the kid that's like not motivated right yeah. or you oh, yeah. he, he can tell you more I'm the, just okay from so what this I've is seen, a, this is another one we're
0: dealing with a couple right now like uh, you ever been to like a kid's baseball game and then yeah like, oh there's that dad in the stands I, I get you it. we got a couple of those dads right like so okay, that's I that, that too it's like
3: I didn't think about and little Johnny
0: man he plays every Fucking sport, right? And uh, also, I wanted to be an MMA fighter right now, and we're just like, yeah, but little Johnny's twelve; he can't fight till he's sixteen. And he's like, what the? There's no way my kid could get brain damage before he's sixteen. You no, know, I'm just like, I mean, yeah, he'll get some brain damage in here. We'll punch him in the face for you. yeah, I mean, he yeah. will. It's uh, but it, no, you you
1: like you're saying, like you it's, can't communicate. It's, in those it's terms. almost as bad as when you go to a jujitsu tournament, right? <laughs> yeah. Don't you tap? Yeah. Don't you tap? Oh my What's god! What's the matter, ref? Why are you telling them that? Why are you telling them that, ref? That's two points. He <sighs> yeah. reversed the side control, ref. <laughs> oh, god! That's why I never ref the match.
3: That. The parents make it always make it
1: worse. Oh, oh Some of the kids, some of the kids that I and this is from what I've seen because I'm very observational with this stuff. It's just like. You know, you don't know if the kid's having a bad day at home. How's school? How's home life? How's school life? Like, there's just so many things. Like, yeah, there's just so yeah. many things that I just like, I'm um, like, have
3: fun. Because it was hard teaching 18 year olds. But uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. Teaching teaching kids, like being a leader in the army oh, or in the military. My it's, college it's, classes are like
0: I have. So we graduate half a dozen high school students with associates every semester.
2: Right? Oh, like, nice. at my college. Right?
0: Nice. So that means I have like. 10th graders mm-hmm. oh, through people that are like 70 years old like oh I had a, like a 70 year old lady that had to drop out of my classes because she had cancer recently oh right? oh my so it's Christ. like but but it's like that. but that's like it, everything in between more high school students uh, you got people all throughout their 20s new moms and shit and then you have like uh, people going back that are in their 30s and 40s that their kids are more like high school it's like the fucking diverse yeah and most of them, and way more uh, women there than anything, right? It's, it, it's okay.
1: nuts to me, man. That's why I just like, I like I like comedy, I like interpreting, you know, I like jujitsu, like all those three things. That's like what I love doing. Like if, if money wasn't an issue, like I would probably still keep doing that. I'd probably try to do a little more comedy. Like that's just about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I can feel it. So you're about
0: the same distance in on your comedic career as I am on podcasting, right? I'm, I'm about three years in, but like really Oh man, honestly, since like this year is the first four year that I've like caught my wind. I'm getting more views. Like uh, this, like like as soon as I started podcasting, I was like, I need something like this. Yeah, and Mm. and then it came
1: together. You know, the problem with me was that I had I had a like I had to take like some time off because I had a neck injury. I had cervical stenosis. I had cervical stenosis. What is that? Uh, (laughs) I have neck (laughs) problems. Tell (laughs) me all about it. Cervical stenosis (laughs) is pretty much like. google md it uh, md it i'm sorry it's pretty much a compression of your cervical spine mm-hmm. where it just connects and it's not supposed to do that and it's extremely painful and all you feel like the whole time is just pain around like your hands and stuff like that and you don't have like full movement rotation of it
0: oh what, uh, do you uh, how do you
1: sort that out uh, stem cells <laughs> fuck yeah like uh injections, Stents, injection like, injection how, you, okay, injection how, you, how much do you injection. pay for that if you don't mind me asking i'll tell you later a few thousand i'll uh, tell you little later little. <laughs> we'll talk later okay. <laughs> but that's how i got that's how i got my, my neck. dad's had stem cells before he, yeah you know, i want to so. get i'm gonna get my shoulders done next because <sighs> <laughs> and then i'm gonna get my my right knee is what um, i'm gonna get done yeah i was thinking yeah. like i get my shoulder done because yeah it's, it's yeah because i have rheumatoid arthritis too is the
0: problem dude i i've wondered for a few weeks now if this shoulder if i don't have like a bone spur dude like sometimes when i'm pushing out like that i'm like oh yeah or shoulder like problems are super like common it catch but yeah. it's not like it's not rotator cuff related oh mine's right?
1: rotator yeah. right
0: like i'm i mean i'm probably have a rotator cuff. yeah but like none of the tests i do where it's like internal external rotations am i like oh it's always yeah. something weird like i move like 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 that, or I I reached out to grab something yesterday mm-hmm. that was falling. Like uh, I was like putting my guitar down, and it like tipped sideways. I was like, oh!
1: I would say just uh, Google it's, it. Just Google your symptoms, and you know, see yeah. see and how long you have tendon. to live. It's not like she's a bone. Well, cure. a torn labrum. <laughs> is, I got no is idea, symptomatic, no I'm horrible yeah. with medical terminology. Like I can uh-huh. I can recite it, but I don't understand. Like like yeah, because my wife. just
3: just a, it could be just a small tear, and it only could be a frozen shoulder. A certain, could, could be, be a million things it could be, yeah there's a million things yeah there's a million things, things you see
0: a, like a chiropractor anything
3: yeah
0: i do yeah i, do. I see a, actually a guy that's a neck specialist but um have you seen some of those procedures like that um there's a guy in texas that does it but it's different hey ding, ding, ding. i've seen those have you had that done what? uh
1: hammer on my neck pretty some my people neck, do uh, hammer like and on chisel my, style, yeah style. on my neck i did when i was when i was trying to get recovery oh, I, I saw that, a chiropractor a yeah. lot. So this you guy, you can't this call is a guy yourself Moralton. a doctor and have a hammer and chisel. I
0: just, it's that's like unfair. it's like a it's yeah,
3: like um a, blunt, a sculptor after Like a blunt you,
1: object, basically a blunt object. Yeah, dude. There, there's, like sound, there's like different. There's like different theories unhealthy. on chiropractors. And dude, let me tell you, like I, I, I use one. It's you, you know because I, I, I notice a different. No, not anymore. Okay. Well, not and any uh, anymore. Okay. you know I just <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna do anything to keep me in the game. Yeah, That's me how too, I feel. dude. Yeah.
0: Um, I'm glad. Glad. We'll have to talk more about stem cells. We after. Um, let take a break. I gotta take a piss real quick. Yeah, no, we can take a break. Uh, uh, you yeah. guys, um, are, are we gonna go eat
1: tacos after this? Uh, we, we can do, do whatever. We we, tacos. Yeah. We can do whatever. I'm down to take a break and right. just come back. Yeah. Like, well, we,
0: well uh, let's just take a piss and we'll come back and bullshit some more. And yeah. Before down.
1: before we get out,
0: we'll yeah. uh, we'll definitely have to. There's plenty of places to eat, but there's a. Uh, we'll, uh, yeah, we'll come back next and finish out. Place. Yeah. Yeah. let's Do that. Cool. Let's take a break. Yeah. I'll put this shirt on.
3: Whoop. There you go. I
0: forget, um, I'd like to get some cigars
1: for here in the studio. We're
0: having a yeah craft oh yeah. We're having a craft beer podcast here before long. So you should wow. have
1: you should have told me we could have brought you some very nice cigars because yeah. I smoke a lot. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah you mean. got your palate developed.
1: <laughs> yeah, you got to develop your palate. That's the thing that well, there's a, wasn't it. When uh, it the what
3: the uh, I forget what you call it. It was like it was two bucks a cigar, but it was. Uh, oh, La Fuente. The La Fuente. Yeah. And it wasn't real expensive. It was like two bucks a cigar. Cigars but are, really, are. But it was yeah. good. It was
1: really good. Obviously. Cigars are, are a gateway, bro. Like to they like are. meeting, meeting very powerful and very um, important people. Yeah. It's all like, like golf. Yeah. It's kind of like <laughs> golf, bro. That's like my golf is the cigar shop.
0: Uh, a good friend of mine in Memphis, he, um, which he's hosted Jack like three or yeah. four times. Yeah. Um, one time, I think when Brian came down and got Jack from here, like Jack had also taught in Memphis, right? So yeah. he usually like makes the rounds, but um, he'll go and do business shit at the cigar shop, like what you're talking mm-hmm. about, mm-hmm. and just get on the Wi-Fi. That's
1: chief, what I do. Chief of Stogie, and yep, that's what I do. I'll, I'll work out of the cigar shop. Do you
0: act your routines and shit while you're there? Like, um,
1: <laughs> um so here's here's from there. <laughs> here's the secret. Here's the secret. Like what I do is is I'll. I'll write something, right? Let's say, uh, I'll write a joke, right? And I'll just like, wait for like the perfect time to throw it in at the cigar shop. And then that's how I work my routines. Like a lot of times, or a lot of times I'll hear a story at the cigar shop and I'll write like a premise of something mm-hmm. and then I'll go from there. And then I'll just like, say something like I had a story that came out of the cigar shop that, uh, it's quite hilarious. We call it the Ray Ray story. So we have, um, this gentleman that he he went to Nicaragua, I think it was, or or El Salvador, somewhere I can't remember. Um, and I was his interpreter, so he would like call me while he was down there for me to interpret. And like I-, I love this dude He's a close friend of mine, and I go, hey, you know, man, I'll I'll do it for free. He goes, yeah, man, thanks. And you know, his wife used me and everything. And then the first time he calls me, he goes, hey, I need you to tell this MP over here that I like his gun. And I was like. Okay. So I say it's like, <laughs> oh yeah. It's like, ask him if I can see. And I hear I'm like, oh dear God, this is it. This is it. This is where I'm gonna have to go do some taking shit. Like, god damn it. And then like, excuse my French. And uh then like after that, like that night he calls me and he's had a he's had some drinks and he says, Hey, need you to order me a taxi. Uh I'm gonna go get a tattoo downtown. Like okay and they're like oh there's no taxis like what direction is the tattoo shop that way walk that way for miles like all right i'll call you in. i'll call you in a bit and then he calls me from the tattoo shop and he got the tattoos he actually got the tattoos while i was interpreting like that yeah stuff like that happens as an interpreter my very first like business paid check was a guy uh in the u.s that i interpreted conversations as he was hitting on this woman on tinder <laughs> that was that was yeah that was that was my very first paid gig. I made three hundred and forty seven dollars with fifty eight cents. Let me ask you this:
0: like, maybe you can give some some insight here. Like, uh, like, do you see like mail order brides as like a form of trafficking?
1: Uh, yes, I do too. Yes,
0: like when I hear yes. of, like somebody like I I know a yeah. guy got a mail order bride, and I'm like, what the fuck?
3: It's bro? just oh, don't order them from IKEA because you have to assemble them yourself. <laughs> You heard about the IKEA stuff, right? That's <laughs> oh, uh, Wayfair. Yeah, yeah. Wayfair, I'm sorry, yeah, yeah. Wayfair. 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 Same. Sorry, same. IKEA. My bad.
1: Yeah. Wayfair, cheap, cheap furniture. Anyways, pillows and cabinets. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's it's crazy, man. That and, named after missing. Children. You know, man. And like <laughs> this is like the thing that like. Uh, what do you think? Th- what do you think about all that? First what do you mean?
0: Like, like, you think that's legit? I don't know, but I. I, I think it's a smoke
1: screen. You you have to you have to understand something, man. Like if you ask me, like what do I think? Like I I I think that if that's happening, that's fucking horrible. And if you do that, you're a piece of shit of human being, you know. But like at the same time, like is it real? You know, man. I've seen some stuff. Could it happen? That, yeah. yeah, I could yeah. see that happening. Absolutely, anything is almost possible. You know what I'm saying? We live in a world right now that like almost anything is possible. Not a lot of things really surprise me. Mm-hmm. You know, I I've seen drug dealers. Uh, that got busted because they were cheating on their wives seen drug dealers that they we you know there was a wiretap and there was some stuff going on and we knew that and we exploited that you know and then they got they got flipped bro they got flipped because their wife knew that they were cheating you know what I'm saying like nothing really surprises me anymore like it's Mm -hmm. it's very and I don't mean that in a cocky way but it's like it doesn't surprise me like but some of the stuff I've seen like you know I've seen kids being pulled out of a, a barrel in the back of the truck and I was there when they did and I was the interpreter and the kid just wanted water you know Like I've seen females where they were kind of like movie style they were in um, like a basement and all they had was like a tiny bed and they were just there and they were pregnant and they didn't know they were five months pregnant you know man like I've seen shit like that that it's mm-hmm. like You know, people ask me why I'm always laughing and I'm so silly, stuff like that. It's because the world's a really fucked up place. Like, it's super fucked up. And a lot of people know it. The thing is, they just, they don't do anything. That's why I I did, like, what I did. You know, I did those, I did work, that stuff for a long time. And I would love to go back to it. It's just, right now, you know, business is business. You know, and like some organizations, like they want to try to run things their way. And it's like, no, like I'm an interpreter first and foremost. Like I am not, you know, here to give advice. Like that's the beauty of being an interpreter. You're not there to give any advice or anything. You're there to whatever the fuck is said. You're there to say Mm -hmm. that is it. You don't have a fucking opinion about anything. You keep your damn mouth shut. That's it. It's yeah. not hard. It's not a hard job. And there's interpreters everywhere. Trump has an interpreter. You know, I'm sure every single president has had an interpreter. Mm-hmm. People of Congress have an interpreter. You just don't see them. We're seeing uh, so much more uh, sign
0: language interpretation.
1: You too. do. But the thing is, you see interpreters of other languages being utilized all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you and like the thing is, it's a profession that's not really respected. Like I'm one hundred dollars an hour like for interpretation, $100 an hour for translations, $50 a page. Okay. I'm certified through CTP certified for certified translators program, which has a passing ratio of less than 27%. Okay. Most people take the exam two to three times. I pass it on my second try. Like I won't deny that. Uh, and you know, I, I still have a security clearance. And then on top of that, you know, I also have uh, the, my military, my DOD credentials as an interpreter. Mm-hmm. And it's just the experience that I have is what people don't understand. Because, you know, I study a lot. Like right now for the past month, uh, I've been studying uh, El Salvadorian slang. I've been studying depositions, which we were talking mm-hmm. about something that happened in a class that I taught. Uh, depositions because there were some depositions that I've seen that I had like issues with like small words that were like how the fuck did I not know that word you know and that'll happen to someone who knows more than one language they'll be like oh how do you say that word in English like that happens a lot and you have to understand like what you're doing when you're interpreting your brain is doing various things right I'm listening I'm processing what you're saying then I'm translating it into another language and then I'm repeating it and it's in a matter of seconds that you have to do it you know and you have to be able to catch up to so long so do that's you, why i like, forget i mean or it's like
0: your 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 loop is just like you've got it what do you mean like like uh let's say you're going and like you're like fuck what did they just say like, no does that ever happen? stop the interpreter
1: needs to make a clarification okay. ¿Qué fue lo que usted dijo? what did you just say you know, okay. Say so we'll the interpreter has made a clarification. The interpreter forgot to say this. That's it. Or if you say a word that's wrong and then you caught yourself, uh, you know, if you're in court, there's there's formal ways to do it. Like I normally say, the interpreter needs to make a clarification. The interpreter had made a mistake when he had translated so and so word meaning this. The word actually means this. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of times people go because you can't talk to me. Like I don't exist. You don't say interpreter. What did they say? Like. No, I talk as if I was that person, like, oh, you know, and then he did this, y pues él hizo esto. Not like, oh, she said she did this. Like, when I see that on TV, it drives me off the wall. Like, me and my wife, we watch uh, 90 Day Fiance. You know how you and your wife, I don't know if you guys do this, you have, like, that show that you watch together. Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Binge the fuck out of. Yeah. Me and my wife, that's the, her show that I'm like, yeah, sure, I'll watch. And I see them using turpers or, like, the 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 electronic translators. They never work. <laughs> they oh, yeah. never Google work. Google Translate
0: never uh, I mean, They never work. You uh, can get, I mean, Facebook Translate, I, I would say, um, throws up some things where it's like, okay, I get the idea of the paragraph, sort of. You
3: get, you get the gist
0: of it. Yeah, yeah. like, I can see what you're saying there. Maybe. Yeah. All right. Life and like, mates. do you
1: want to, Like, it's like I tell people all the time, like, they're like, oh, well, we'll hire, you know, so-and-so's kid. I'm like, all right, man, maybe just hire a, an interpreter to like, assess that person. If you want to hire that person, hire a professional interpreter. And I tell this to people all the time. No one's ever taking me up on it. Like, hey, hire a professional interpreter that teaches other classes that has X amount of Z years of experience. Have them assess that person. Are there skills there? Do they need? Because if you're going to keep that person, maybe the company can pay for them to, you know, uh, do the continuous education, you know, because mm-hmm. it's always constant. Like, dude, I'll be watching a movie and I'll pause it. Like, how the fuck do you say that word in spanish and i'm like sitting over here like trying to google it and like because i use google because it's like this word and then i'll go to the royal academy stuff and that's Mm -hmm. where i go like that's the dictionary that that everybody should use the royal spanish academy and like i do that all the time but i also love my job a lot but (laughs) yeah if
3: you if uh, people that know two different languages sometimes they'll speak to you like my neighbor uh speaks spanish and english but sometimes i'll go over there and she's talking nothing but spanish and she doesn't realize it.
1: That and happens I, to I, me when I'm yeah, drunk. Yeah, yeah, like nah. if I'm drunk, that happens. That happened to me one time. It's okay, hola. hey, Richard, what did you just call my mother? Like, yeah. like nah, uh, man. And I just,
3: I just shake my head and like this. And after a while, they're like, Why si. didn't you tell me I was speaking Spanish? Si. I was like, <laughs> I thought you knew. I mean, you were right there. There's this girl <laughs> comes in the
0: gym. So one of our. She's fought in MMA several times. Uh, about to get her purple belt, but. There's this local El Salvadorian place here called Panas. Panas. was That
1: can scared. mean many things. <laughs> yeah. When I asked her, I
0: said, what does this mean? And she goes, it means pan. It uh, means it, what? Is it b- 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 pan, bread. Yeah. Like that's it, but she's like, Pana? it means pan. And like, she said it like that, like real aggressively. She's like, you idiot. Like it means it means pan, like b- b- pan, bread or whatever, however you say. Pang. And yeah, I was pan. like. What? And She was like bread. <laughs> it means bread. And I was like, oh, interesting. Uh, it, but now I still joke. About, I still joke with her about it because she like fired off the rip, the answer to the question in, in like
1: just another version. It, of it means that. How do you not know this? It's common knowledge. Uh, yeah, I was just like. <laughs> That was like the names that I see that like a lot of like Hispanic places put like cielito lindo means beautiful sky or cute sky. Like if if American people were to do that, people would be like, I'm not going to like the the blue lizard. Like that kind of sounds like some sort of form of LSD. Like, why would you name something the blue lizard? Like that's kind of like. Like, what we do, you know, with restaurant names, everyone was like, oh, my God, El Sombrero. That sounds so exotic. Like, it means a hat. Yeah. It, like, yeah. it means the hat. It, it literally, literally means hat. It literally yeah. means hat yeah. Yeah. sombrero. Like, it's a form of a hat. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what it means. Like the it's, Three Amigos world? Sounds. It sounds so exotic. You
3: think you think that's bad that you should do it in, uh, like, if you go to uh, Spain or France? Oh, my God. Because you go me to started. France. and me started. They'll try and get, and you'll see different words. That may be French words, but they also spell something in, in uh, English. Yeah. And we went to this bar, which was named after a part of the female anatomy. I don't know what that means in French. It may be spelled the same way, but it started it with a Google. P. It Google probably has P. the answer. <laughs> and then it said bar after it. And I was like, <laughs> we should get a beer there. Uh, it turns out it wasn't that type of bar. Uh, it just had the name. All right, then. Uh So whenever you go overseas, you see different. uh, But you'll see that all the time when you go. We had a place
1: in Korea called uh, Hooker Hill and Homo Hill. That's what it was called on Mm -hmm. Itaewon. And anybody who served in the military knows what those places are and they know what they're notorious for. (laughs) But sometimes (laughs) you spell stuff in English and not realize it means what it means in English. Yep. Yeah, there's some words you can't translate, like names. You you don't normally translate name of businesses. You know, like I wouldn't translate your Unrivaled podcast into something. You know, in Spanish, it'd be it podcast. You know, Unrivaled Life. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like Life unraveled. Yeah, but I, I, I things, hear that a lot in, in yeah. uh, translations. Actually, yeah. you'll, just, yeah. you'll go to say like a name, and they just and just say it, yeah, say because you yeah. can't change it. You're, you're not supposed to, at least. Like a mm-hmm. good interpreter should you, know that. That's yeah, you can't
3: change the name of Toyota.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. if you I mean, you the, might say it in a different accent, like Toyota, you know, because like, yeah, you're saying it with the intonation or in Portuguese, toyota, but you, you know, you're not going to, but you know what the you, word, you know is. what the you word it. is. Yeah. It's still English, yes. you know, yeah. and that's an issue. Some, some interpreters have, they can't tell the different mm-hmm. than accents because they get so caught up trying to listen. I'm like, just listen to the words and listen to the accent. Listen to the words. And it's it's kind of like med- meditating. You have to like really understand that you listen to that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sure it's great for your brain. God no. <laughs> well,
2: I mean, you know what I'm saying like, you're, like think about this like you've been, you've been
0: keeping up with my like my my book reading and listening yeah. endeavors, right? Like think about people that just they most most people I know, they graduate high school and like their intellectual development might stop. Oh yeah. Entirely, right? Like they might yep. never read another book, they might not read any more short stories, mm-hmm. they might not become a comedian or a martial artist or anything. So, oh. Um, but that, um, they may never, you know, get into anything. So it's yeah. like, this is slow death of their mind. Yeah. Right. But it's like, if we do things like, uh, one of my boxers over here, you teach a couple of classes, he's been, he's got these number poster boards. He's been having the class to do like Omachenko does. Right. Yeah. Like where you've got to select it, it, these number patterns in a row and see how many of them you can do. Yeah. Without messing up. Health oh, coordination. Yeah, 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 yeah. Health yes. coordination yes. for striking. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, but, like, um, there's I've read different studies about, like, hey, if you count while you exercise, right? Mm-hmm. Like, my thing is, is I'm wondering a lot about, like, so for me, my retention rate, if I'm, like, going to do a bike ride or I'm on the elliptical or I'm lifting and I'm listening, like, my retention rates go up for whatever reason. Yeah. Like, I just feel like I'm in the zone. It's because it me.
1: activates that part of your brain. There's a lot of stuff that yeah. they don't teach kids. Like. You yeah, like know, I got audibles, right? I got a yeah. treadmill. Mm-hmm. and i listen to audibles that's what you know, i do right? yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. i do i work from home so I, I clean i clean the house i'm the housewife at the house so i listen to a lot of podcasts my wife yeah. always likes to say i turn a hoe into a housewife and i'm like stay at home dad yeah sure you have dogs yeah. we'll call it that you have yeah. dogs yeah i do yeah. Yeah. Just stay at home yeah, just your mom. It's just, Whatever. it's a lot of estrogen in my house not a lot of testosterone it's just slowly but surely man yeah. she's gonna watch it and she's gonna be like the fuck did you say it's like yeah. nothing nothing that's why i smoke cigars i'm trying to kill myself
2: <laughs> <laughs> dude uh,
0: it is crazy too like how many people don't know i feel like i mean maybe do you you don't do you inhale the cigar into your lungs no you neither no. no. me either, right no. but like i run into people uh no, no, so, oh, that, no. do, that are like uh mixed up on that for some reason the
3: problem it, with, with a lot of people you don't when yeah. you're smoking a pipe you don't inhale the pipe i mean you can you probably
1: only do it once yeah um the problem with a lot of people is that they have this misperception of like cigars cigar is is a very relaxing time it's kind of like i compare it to like going to jujitsu. jitsu like it's very relaxing for me to go go to jujitsu. like it's like a, it's a mindset and you do the same thing in a cigar shop and you have people from all sorts of life just like in jiu-jitsu just like in comedy you go to the cigar shop you might be talking to a millionaire and you don't know it you might be talking to the chief of police and you don't know it You might be talking to someone who, you know, uh, co-owns like this big company that you don't know about and he's being super nice to you and you just don't know it. Like that happens at the cigar shop a lot. Like, hey, you know who the fuck you were just talking to? Like, no, that's Representative So-and-so. Like, oh, cool. Didn't know, uh, like I thought his uh, name was Bob. Yeah, I thought that was Bob. He said, "My name's Bob." Like, all right, you know, like I'm Rico. That's Rico I didn't, right there. No, know you know? it was Representative. Yeah, Bob. Representative <laughs> Bob. He said something with an R. Yeah. like I guess you just don't know. This is just the beauty of the cigar shop. And there's a tranquility to it. Like my wife knows that if she can't get a hold of me, call a cigar shop. I'm probably there.
3: It's almost like if you get uh, when people set out and they'll they'll uh, on the front porch, and they'll whittle or they'll have a glass of tea. Yep. They're just taking in the day. Yeah, just, just taking
1: just in the day, day man. There's nothing
3: a, better than a good, smooth a certain, cigar. You're just appreciating yep. you know, what happened
1: or what's going to happen. And yep. you're just there. And you're not really... He's there in the moment, yeah. you know? You're very, like... And people are very honest, like, uh, yeah. you know, like, at the shop. Like, people are super honest. Mm-hmm. And you have a good... You know, in Springfield, we go to Just For Him, which is a little Easter egg I put in there, 1334, the cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. That's like the... the, the a building number for just for him mm-hmm. it was a little Easter egg we did. Okay. And like, we go there at just for him and just, I just go there to chill, man. You yeah. know, I just go there to chill. You you learn some life lessons, you know, especially someone like me that my family's not nearby. You know, you make a lot of friends like that, you yeah. know, cause it's hard. It's hard sometimes.
0: <laughs> man, I, uh, we we hit on this before um, we took a break a second ago, but one thing I wanted to ask you about is, and I've had just one other comedian on the podcast before you yourself. got tuned for you guys yeah, you happen, right Damn. but one thing i'm interested probably more in, successful yeah. than us how <laughs> oh, no, he's from arkansas right? well yeah, oh, right. yeah we got our own struggles
1: yeah, all right not be more successful. All well right. they uh, <laughs> him and like five
0: arkansas comedians or something there you go. moved you to la and they live in la now
1: yeah no that that dude's doing better than us <laughs> <laughs> yeah well <laughs> yeah, i mean he is although joe rogan is moving out of la so that should tell you something yeah, yeah. just gonna throw Dude, that out how's there how's he gonna get weed oh he's already we great. have been he, we have been like, I mean, that dude seriously. literally literally i was like he's close to the cartel uh, oh my god he's gonna get it from he, the source son
3: <laughs> he already figured out a way to do it before even before you decide I, oh, you to know i said house. this the other day
1: i was like bro, how's he gonna get we bro he's, he's got the cartel he's got joey because i think joey d is moving too
3: yeah joey D. yeah i think is joey, is joey, joey moving to texas i think it, so
1: i think, so. I think he sure, said it i think that you can like, <laughs> he probably put a weird law about cultivating <laughs> Right. Listen, man. If Joe Rogan needs and it, there's it, a way to do it. Listen, Listen bro. bro already figured it out. Nah, Let me tell you something. Joe Rogan's probably going to be coming back and forth from Mexico a lot. So if Joe Rogan <laughs> needs an interpreter <laughs> to go to Mexico, <laughs> Joe Rogan, if you happen to be listening to this, if you happen to be listening, Mister uh, <laughs> S- Mister Rogan, by all means, call my line. Go to Language and Solutions. I will absolutely go interpreter for you free of charge, sir. <laughs> Dude, that
3: is. Uh, are they doing
1: Austin? Has anybody heard where they're going? No, no idea. I have a friend down I, there. I anticipate. That I heard. I Austin.
3: heard it was Austin. Because uh, yeah, it's Austin. No, it, it's Austin. It is. It's be yeah, it's Austin. Austin tesla yeah. is moving to austin yep. yeah he's moving the whole plant to yep. austin he finally just said uh screw you so California. the comedy scene in
1: texas is gonna blow up soon son
3: oh yeah it's For gonna be nuts They're, uh somebody else moved there too before joe uh
1: before the tesla. the on it guy the on it guy the on it guy, the on guy Bobby, he moved Bobby there marcus i think so yeah, yeah. And and then, he was uh, in how i met your mother and like a bunch of other stuff that yeah. I he seen. just stepped down as uh
0: ceo of on it. I got another guy he's doing some other shit I don't know mm. maybe he's taking out yeah Oscar
1: he's pretty funny he's a pretty same. funny dude yeah but uh, yeah they
0: I, I, I wonder I, I'm I'm. and two you know Spotify video what the fuck's yeah. that going to be like I haven't seen one video on Spotify yet
3: Have well you? I don't know if they're still hammering out the deal but I do know if they signed the deal in, in uh, Texas
1: 13 million
3: he'll save th- <coughs> he'll save what was it you over 13 million. 13 million my wife did my wife did because of uh, the taxes are so high taxation bro an extra 17 million if you stayed in california dude we're in this
0: like we had to redo a bunch of stuff this year after the move because we're in like this weird spot where we generate a lot of income every Mm -hmm. year Mm -hmm. um and we have overhead but a lot of payroll but man we've had to start redoing a lot of things because our taxes are fucking high it's insane it
3: it's is it's
1: like we're like right before the part where in arkansas where right? they go down right and so we're just like we gotta all i'm hearing is it gives me more reasons to stay in missouri or move to texas which i won't i'll stay in missouri i will die in missouri like Not, just i love it i don't I mean
3: texas didn't have a income tax either
1: no they don't florida uh, doesn't have uh, one one tax i forget what it neither is neither did puerto rico at some point yeah yeah <laughs> That's true. If it was 99 cents, it was 99 cents, bro. <laughs> payroll was taxes no sales it was freaking great. ridiculous. I don't know about that. I have contractors. Yeah. Well, we did just, too for a long time, yeah.
0: but now we're to the point where like scale wise, we have to have a couple of people on payroll because we were pay- we were paying so much. Uh, yeah. yeah. Either contract wise or like floating them cash and shit sometimes.
1: Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. just like, okay. Well. Like the last thing we need is someone. <laughs> IRS? Like, mm-hmm. all right yeah. then. Yeah. yeah. For real. Happens Go to well. a lot of people. Arkansas
3: pretty... I don't think they're bad on taxes. I, I mean, have no idea. mean, if you compare to some of the other places <laughs> in the United States, this you're probably got relatively easy. Yeah,
0: it's. Yeah, I don't know. We, it's not terrible, honestly. It's mismanaged. It probably that's, that's is. Probably, it's like and every it's single one on a local state. level. Yeah. It's atrociously mismanaged.
3: Oh, yeah. oh, so, but
1: doubt. you guys legalized uh, marijuana. Yeah, yeah I, I believe you guys. Today yeah see i was i was yeah i know it was recreational or or, uh medicinal no it's medicinal we We tried to pass recreational it's
0: supposed to be again on the 2020 ballot i've heard something how there it may or may not be but supposed to be on um the ballot and here in this town which we're we're a really big town for, yeah because you guys have like
1: dry what's it called the dry like, counties, dry yeah, counties. Yeah. we're in a dry county but
0: it's really more of a moist county <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> <To make laughs> moist. it's more moist <sighs> than dry <laughs> yeah but i uh, got like we could go like if we go to the mexican restaurant across the road like we will be able to have a
1: beer if we want or yeah. a burrito no like that's dope yeah i'm always down to a, I don't know, not a margarita. Probably like some sort of drink. I don't know, yeah. something nice. I like my whiskey. I like my uh, my probably scotch. Get that here in the county. Hard hard like, liquors. Hard no, liquor, but like,
0: not. dude, it's just it's a trap because you try to drive 20 minutes. Yeah, up 40, uh, and it's like, why are you making these people drive 20 minutes instead of where like, they get a convenience store? Yeah, it's it's like it comes into politics of like, well, these rich, powerful families that have these stores over here. Okay. Mm-hmm. Don't want to lose out on people because yeah. the,
3: even the county loses yeah. out or the city people in
0: Conway, next biggest city from us, yeah. And people in Russellville have to pretty much use them for vending,
1: yeah, yeah. So you're controlling the, yeah, yeah it's control. fucking ridiculous yeah. Dude. See, that's what uh, Missouri did.
3: They were trying to raise the uh, cigarette tax because yeah. they said they said it'd keep people from smoking. I was like, that is not going to keep people smoking. Last time I checked I still smoke cigars because they did the cost. same thing to cigars. And I still buy cigarettes. Uh, do you realize that we have the lowest cigarette tax? We get uh, yeah, so we do. many people from Illinois, so yep. Kentucky, yep. from here that buys Missouri cigarettes just because of the taxes. Yep. Mm. That's yeah, how that much drive. money. They yep. sell. Dude,
0: Missouri's the first place I saw beer for sale at Walmart.
3: Really? Yeah. Like, oh, Dios Dios you know. Know. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't
0: fucking happening in arkansas and I, I don't know if it I'm no nah, i guess i've seen it since. i can't i can't really North do, North do that arkansas. face
1: because i remember like the first time when i when i moved to the states i was like one in the morning and i told my buddy i was like man i'm really hungry he's like taco bell's open i'm like the fuck you mean taco mail, bell's dude. open and he's like yeah and we just drove and i was like oh my god US is awesome and i was and just like it's like the yeah, weirdest Rico's thing like yeah it's not like that we don't have a lot of things that are dude, definitely do not what's crazy is, how yeah. many
0: places are closed on sunday
1: around here really
0: yeah dude like yesterday oh, yeah. four and i were like oh let's go here close oh, what about there closed What about that? Because of COVID or... No, no, just because of Jesus. Uh, Oh. Because of of sweet baby
1: Jesus. Just because of sweet baby Jesus. We can't open on Sunday. The
0: same reason you can't have scotch. Like, it's just... I mean, they when we bring
1: it, like if we come another time game, we bring Scotch and cigars. Like I know we're going to like federal law for bring. I mean, are we going to I mean, Scotch, 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 no. scotch, scotch. Yeah. Uh, scotch, scotch. But it's this, that's <laughs> crazy. We like recorded that. it in Springfield, Missouri. We know it looks the same, but <laughs> well, I don't even I, I don't even
0: agree with the whole thing about like, uh, so are we just forcing everybody's uh, church day to be on Sunday. Is this it? What about the same day this? Uh, it, yeah, exactly, dude. And it's uh, here's the thing. Oh my God! Here's the thing. It's here not we go. Just, it's not just <laughs> we them. fucking go. Uh-oh. Jesus Christ! <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it, exactly. Oh church is on Saturday, <laughs> oh, damn it, fuck. or it switches every year. Oh
3: God! <laughs> I'm on one of those schools of thought. Oh God! <laughs> well, yeah, it's synagogue same way. I think it, they worship on. I don't
0: day. attend church though. So I'm like, well,
3: it. see, it made. Uh, what about the sometimes mountains? it made sense when you worship. <laughs> We have uh, when you made, it just made sense to sometimes worship on Saturday uh, because it said Sunday's supposed to day off. Well, you're making the preacher work on Sunday. That's a great point. Yeah, yeah. Like, Why are you making the so preacher work on Sunday? Doesn't the Bible say Sunday? something against the, that? The preacher. He's got a sin on Sunday to save your soul. That sucks. <clears throat>
1: You know what? You ungrateful <laughs> That's a lot of fuck. asses. <laughs> Such an ungrateful fuck. I look at my whole career and be like, you are all ungrateful fucks. May God be with you. Amen. <laughs> 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 oh, well, for Buddha's sake. <laughs> for Buddha's sake. <laughs> I used to... Uh, this like, is how we write <laughs> jokes. Like, this is literally like, we just talk shit for like hours and then we go to our homes and we're like, yeah, that was a really that good point. That was a really good pointer. response. I that laughed and, at
0: my own joke there. <laughs> was, Dude, so I'll, how, I'll go, get into what some of your processes
1: are for, writing jokes that's what I was meaning to ask twice oh now. god oh. Like, no one what? cares like, there's about a that lot. like there's what
0: do you how do you get in the zone Like, hey, what here's do you the do? thing man
1: here's the thing is like no one really is gonna care about that because I'm like the most unknown person in comedy but what I can say is well, next it, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I can say for me it's like if I have I don't write jokes like I don't Routines. sit there and like not even a routine like I write a premise like I'll give you an example let me pull up my notes this, this I'll, I'll really- get an idea right and I'll be like okay I have you know a premise right because I, I at least sit down for an hour a day to, to write down premises so like let's say you know I'm at home and this happened the other day I was at home trying to write jokes you know I put my little meditation music or whatever and I sit down or like polish up stuff try to memorize it and then I was looking at my dog and uh I was just like he was licking himself I'm like yeah yeah you can lick yourself but it doesn't work mine does and i'm like oh yeah i got a vasectomy never mind it doesn't work and i wrote a premise saying talking shit to your dog because you live in an all-woman house i was like that's a premise so now we just go on from there you know and then you always have to like you know like think about like but that's not unusual coming up just the premise before the joke no it's not from my understanding that's what ian told me ian's like that's not uncommon yeah that's not uncommon. yeah but i just that's how i
3: do it i was working on one with him because i was wondering about grapefruit
1: oh yeah yeah, yeah. i remember that yeah. yeah yeah the grapefruit thing but you just it didn't you, make any sense. yeah or sometimes you'll just like something that happened to you you know like that story that i told you about my yeah. buddy getting a tattoo yeah. i tell that story way differently yeah that's way differently <laughs> I, t- I say that he went to puerto rico and got, got arrested for solicitation and cocaine. And then when he went in front of the judge, he said, "Hey man, can you tell the judge that you know I love this country. I'll never do it again." I said, "Yeah, put me on speaker." And I look at the judge over the uh, over the uh, over the Facetime, and I go, "A él le gusta comer culo." And then the judge goes, mm-hmm, and he hangs up. And then two days later, he comes back and he says, "Hey man, thanks for getting me out. But like, what did you tell the judge?" I said, oh, "I told him that uh you you love his country and you'll do anything to get out." He's like, "Oh." Because he like fuck me in the ass and I don't know why it hurts <laughs> man like so I look at normally at the crowd you know and like I always tell that joke always gets a laugh yeah. that joke is like a center a centerpiece for like everything that I do like yep. I love like, that joke that's why you fuck my ass yeah that's it. why you fuck me in the ass <laughs> <laughs> I told him you love your country like, yeah, I had to put two and two together it. that makes sense now and you know. I always get people in the crowd like one of the shows I did with him like someone in the crowd was like that's not how you say I love you I'm like and that's the premise of the joke don't you fuck this up for everybody else ma'am <laughs> and i just looked at her i'm like you and me were in the know don't you fuck it up for everybody else who didn't pull a google translate on their fucking phone like because people do that too i yeah. hate when people oh, do that on their phone and stuff it's like that it's worse when
3: they i do I <sighs> you're trying I've to fact check me yeah uh, i think i told you this one before but i had somebody i did a hitler joke I mean, not a pro hitler joke uh just to be clear and they complained <laughs> That I did a hit after I was done with my set, they complained, had to find me and complain
1: about the Hitler joke. Yeah, because I that's exactly what I want to hear. That you don't want to hear about Hitler jokes. Or you don't want to hear about things happening to the Boy Scouts. Yeah, I got a Boy Scout one. <laughs>
0: you know what I'm saying? Like <clears throat> Dude, so I got I got a joke premise. I'm uh-oh. probably never gonna be a stand up comedian. I'm listening. No, but this no, is it's a super funny engagement. Maybe one of you guys can stand. <laughs> P hands. P hands? How many times have you sh- shook another dude's hand, and it was wet? And they're like, "Bro, I just washed my hands." Bro, that interaction has happened to me like a hundred fucking times in my life. I'm like, "What's up, dude?" And they're like, "Their hands are wet." They're like, "Hey, dude, I just was in the bathroom, washed my hands. Oh, it's God, not pee. That's so
3: bad. It's not pee. It depends if I know the person because if I know if I shake his hand, it's his wet." I know it's not because he washed his hands. God damn it, Eric!
0: <laughs> <laughs> fuck well, like so like Richard, yeah. Richard. Fuckin when it. I was a kid, it would be like teach me how to pee. Like you, you do that. Like, I can't remember one of my friends did that to the side of my. Is face, this what so. people do in the United
1: States, bro? Like <laughs> bro, pee hands. Fuck, bro. Pee hands. This is not how, <laughs> <back> old, <laughs> not how we conduct business back home, homie. Not how we conduct business. <laughs> no, uh, it's just weird that people
3: think it's you shouldn't wash your hands after you. I wash it them before and your, after. Your, your,
1: I wish it before and after. Well, that's that's what cycles. I want that to be clean. (laughs) My hands are dirty, bro. You know the amount of things I (laughs) touch. Yeah, I want King Charles to be in his best (laughs) damn.
0: (laughs) For real, dude. I mean, if you were being real, you would like you've been (laughs) knowing about your whole day. How crazy do you want to get with this? Like, we can
1: go down the fucking rabbit hole with this. You know? Are you gonna brush your Are you gonna brush your teeth before you kiss somebody every time? You know what I'm saying? Like before you kiss your wife, honey. Give me a second. You know you're gonna wear rubber gloves with that shit too you know it what kills me is the it amount it of people that into. Uh, I mean yeah man there's you know there's there's a rubber there's glove something thing. for everybody man I yeah. guess you know
0: you're gonna be able to I'm sure get some great uh mask wearing commentary out all of all oh, this right man. like Jesus fuck uh,
1: you know man it's like I don't like to make like jokes of like a lot of like the new stuff like there's okay there's certain things I won't write jokes about it's because that's just like I just don't want to write it but I can find it funny Like, Mm -hmm. I've heard people say like, you know, uh, stuff about Epstein, you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, it's funny. You know, I wouldn't I wouldn't do it. But like, yeah, that that can be funny. It's just given the right context and given like the delivery and stuff like that. Some people just they hear something and they're like, oh, my God, that's so horrible. How could he say that? Yeah, because he's testing the waters. He's throwing a net out there to see like what happens. Yeah. Like tall it is. There's a lot of mask and covid jokes out there. Yeah, and there's everybody's so many. Gonna do it. There's so many. It's kind of like presidential jokes, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, everybody. everybody's going to have stereotypes. One. Stereotypes everybody's going to have yeah. one, you know. And these are just things that I notice like for me it's like I talk about like me, like I have a really really long name. You know, Ricardo Abdel, Aviles, Aviles. And Abdel is a Middle Eastern name. And Aviles, Aviles sounds like they were cousins. You know what I'm saying? And then my first name is Ricardo. So every time I go through TSA, I'm reminded of this. Because guess who gets selected for a random search, right? Right. That happened to me. Coming
0: and going my last flight. They were frisking my bun. They're like. That's what I'm saying, uh, man. Like.
1: I'm reminded it's, it's That's funny because
3: Homeland Security because Like we got to keep an eye on him. We keep him close. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> That's how they know, bro. That's how they know. Like, what are you expecting <laughs> to find tacos bombs or like cocaine in my bags? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. It always gets on my last nerve when no, I, but I always I, get I selected. to find
3: tacos. You know?
1: Yeah. I'm glad they never searched my pockets, though. Yeah. That's a <laughs> Okay,
0: so I forget the name of this band, but I'm gonna tell you guys a, a joke here. Or it's a funny story, right? I was I went to see Widespread Panic at this. We were in Vegas.
1: Oh shit! Right? Never been. Ooh.
0: And we'd like been awake like all night. Oh my right? god! Right? And we were going to leave, and me and my buddy smoked a dude right I yeah mean, it's recreational Vegas, no, no. yeah, I mean, it's, yeah rec- it's recreational. we were there Vegas. the week that it became record or i was there i think this was a couple years after though but yeah it was recreational and then i go to the airport and i have the this roach in my pocket for some reason dude and i'm like going through tsa and shit and i'm like i realize it like when i go to and i'm like but then like we were at my house the other day listening to this song I forget by who I saved it and screenshotted it, but it's this dude telling a story about like going to the show all night, and oh like getting to the airport God. and having a joint in his pocket <laughs> on the song. And, and then he's like, um, it's the the, sto- the song is this incredible fucking story and I was like, dude, oh damn it, God. I'm glad that's like the, the, I'm not the only
1: not person that's happened oh, to an and
0: wrote a fucking song about it. Well see, that's
1: I how I feel. I hope yeah. he wasn't following me. That's, that's what I'd be That'd be about. weird. Was he that dude was behind <laughs> you late for a comedy show and he <laughs> saw you go, oh shit, saw the tip of the joint and he's like, I got my next five uh, minutes. I got my next I got, five I minutes, got my next five minutes, bro. My, I got my number of I was like, Am I gonna
0: eat this? Like, what am I gonna fuck? because i mean dude, do you have anything like, to declare <laughs> you get pulled over with something that's like the the thing that i've always heard people say bro you just you just you, you, you pour your weed in the cup and you drink it right or you, you eat the joint you're smoking right like something like that is like <laughs> but dude now they have such sophisticated shit they're like sir uh let me use this wipe to wipe your windshield oh it's green uh you're coming with me yeah, they. Uh,
1: that's, I don't think it's that's true. it's that that is true for because sure. If you, they
0: had developed a wipe that can uh, how, how accurate? Residue. Like, has
1: it passed like all this FDA stuff? That's and what local like, law enforcement told me. They have a THC residue wipe. I'll yeah. let you know next week because I'm yeah. meeting with the PD. No, don't I'm meeting with the PD for a class. We're doing a. we are talking about big, this. We're doing a class yeah. for drugs for interpreters. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Because it's controversial. Because in some states, it's like, well. I guess well, I for guess me, it's, it's maybe more,
1: never legal to smoke inside of your. Well, car. for me, it's more like
3: uh, if, I'm just saying if you do it, they can't tell you when you. Do. They could have been. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like you can't, you can't you can't establish time.
1: You know exactly, what I'm saying? Exactly. So yes. it's so like, there like may, yeah, can't, they can't pull you out. And say you can't. Company. That's what I'm saying. So there's yeah. just so many things that like you, you know, what I mean, the, the thing with this whole weed thing is there's like I I read a while back that they had pushed something to take it out of like the Schedule One listing, and to me, man, in my opinion, I'm not a stocks guy, but like. You know connect the dots if they do that like wouldn't the weed stocks and all that stuff go really high if they did that if it was they removed from scat schedule think one?
0: about the lobby like i know within our state to keep it to keep recreational
1: animals. yeah well yeah that's what i'm saying like it would it's just i i just don't understand it well, like money, i see the money
3: went out as well the I'm
1: money went out. out yeah that's just you know the sad truth of it like a lot of times it's just how much money you're going to pay people you uh-huh. know some people's values are like that like, yeah. you can buy them. Yeah. And that's scary to me. No, Whether Colorado, it's a good way or bad, like, that's scary yeah, dude, to me. We've had that. Yeah, we were talking about that. Yeah. Like, it's just a matter of time before they look at the numbers and they go, oh, Colorado we're, did this and their school system did this with the taxes. Like, yeah. we're losing maybe money. we can, we're losing money here. We're you know what I'm money. saying? And, like, it's like, but I feel like there should be, like, a more scientific conversation. Not, not even scientific, man. Like, just, like because i use cbd because i have rheumatoid right Mm -hmm, and he's seen my hands the other day Mm -hmm. i take i take a bunch of cbd i put a uh, and uh well dude look at this this one's been broken like my buddy landon crowder he's broken this twice that's why it turns that way he's just like snapped it in the middle of rolling and i'm just like oh like (laughs) you use a lot of hook grips on the uh, yeah, I do. But now I'm starting to like. JW showed me this trick that if you curl, mm-hmm. like if you curl like that, you're using these muscles instead of these muscles. And I didn't know that. He's like, yeah, Hoyler shows that. If you came to a Hoyler seminar, you would know. Yeah. And he showed me that years ago. And now it's like, oh, yeah, like did, I get it. One of know know the that. greatest mm-hmm. guys I ever yeah. trained with. That's that's why you need to do jujitsu, bro. He doesn't do jujitsu yet. Yeah, I do. So you need to do because there's little things like, like how to get, like if someone grabs my wrist, mm-hmm. right? The most basic thing, right? How do you get out of this? How do you get out of it? Twist your... Right, how do you get out there? You know what I'm saying? Like if I can't twist it, just go through the thumb.
2: That's, that's like why you jiu-jitsu. gotta do the
1: yeah. doctor, man. You gotta yeah, cover bro. that loose spot. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. DVD. That's why you gotta do jiu-jitsu because like little things like that, like I learned how to use like... like uh, Cause I, I, learned, saw, I learned stuff like just from... uh. Actual don't you practice? fucking dare say youtube no not youtube don't you Dare it's say like YouTube i get a bar and get in
3: a fight and, and if something works i remember it
1: yeah that's but you're talking about do. we're talking dude most people that trained jiu-jitsu <laughs> like, saying, like we don't want to fight Fight was oh, uh, exactly. like in your black belt you know when i got my purple belt i cried like a bitch first of all and i did and, yeah. purple belt was super and for me. and it was like i was like oh cool like i kind of sort of know something i guess and then like I just like looked at people like people would say like my wife's my wife's uh, brother he's always like I'm gonna beat the shit out of you my wife was like he will choke you he will choke you sideways and then show you how he choked you and I'm just like imagine like a black belt you really think that the black belt wants to get into a fight no no one does like it's just because he's just gonna kill you (laughs) he's going to murder you dude I've been one of my wife's goals now is to
0: take my hair down and choke somebody with it while I'm rolling (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> I've choked somebody with hand wraps I've choked them with a belt I choked somebody with a belt a couple weeks ago we do I've seen the a belt.
1: I've seen the belt before yeah we don't we, we follow we try like to avoid the heel especially because the guys a lot of guys don't know but we have pretty cool guys like I I dude I could probably and I don't know how many people can say this but I could probably like go really hard when anybody in the gym and no one would hurt me. That's like we a, yeah, won't and that's a good yeah, culture yeah no one would hurt me because we've had times i've been put out before because we were just training really hard but mm-hmm. if we have an arm lock like no one like over rips it you know like you'll hold it you know and, like sometimes you know if you can't get out you tighten a little but i've gone hard with guys and no one would hurt anybody in the gym like that's one thing i, I sleep at peace my wife is like what if you get hurt like if i get hurt it's because i'm being stupid like if I didn't tap to that footlock, it's because I'm being dumb. Mm-hmm. Like it just happens sometimes. You know what I'm saying? But that's a great culture. That's why I keep telling you you got to do All All right.
3: I'll, yeah, I'll, you just got to try it. You got to try saying, it. I just, uh, you know, because of the navy, we we uh, that that uh, stereotype that sailors drink a lot.
1: Oh, yeah that's true yeah that's true that's, that's true. true that's
3: very true what about so, former most sailors, sailors? Most of <laughs> <my> <laughs> in former part.
1: sailor and a comedian jesus there's yeah. a joke so, there
3: yeah but you know that's that's how most of my fighting style came about was because uh nobody jiu-jitsu. wants to be in an open you know they usually try and corny if somebody's trying to fight go you in jiu-jitsu. a bar or something like that Just go do so, you know I just learned to fight whatever which weather works. And oh, some people, somebody told to me jiu-jitsu. I fight dirty and I was like, I fight to win. I'm not worried about it. Go do jiu-jitsu. Dirty
1: or clean. I just I want was. you to leave me alone and if I have to run away, I'll run away. <laughs> but if you touch me, that's different. And even yeah, Brian, like, like you. our black belt's really like, hey man, like don't be going out there to like, pick fights and stuff like that like brian's had that conversation with everybody because yeah, I, I would not want to piss off my professor <laughs>
0: <laughs> no dude and it's like i would never like i was out with a group uh like a wedding party and there was this big fight that one but with
1: somebody in our groups yeah instigated oh and i was cool. just like how was that upcoming monday that he come to train
0: no well <laughs> it <was> like, yeah <laughs> yeah
1: he's, yeah sort of didn't yeah. work
0: out yeah. well, well i mean well, i still and, talk to the guy like it's it's a but it was just like dude that is just so against the principles of what you're talking.
1: Yeah. About, right? No, Brian's I, really big on that stuff. Yeah. Like, like I don't, don't even like putting it. my.
0: I mean, I, I like having a good time. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, Oh, everybody I, I, doesn't get me wrong. I, yeah. I love going and having like uh, drinks with some buddies or whatever, but man, it's just like when I'm with untrained people. Yeah. And I'm like, like in two instances where this has happened, uh, not this instance necessarily, but I'll be like the only person in the group that knows how to fight. And then somebody from my group, picks a fight with somebody like sat down a little rock. Yeah.
1: And And then they always rely on you. I'm like,
0: motherfucker. Like I'm like, you are in the wrong. Yeah. And I'm not about to defend this party for your (laughs) fucking ass. Like it's, it's, we've had situations
1: like that where like, we, we had a situation like that without saying any names where, uh, Two of the guys argued and like I told the guy who was in the wrong, I told him like, you need to leave, you know, at the comedy club. And, you know, he left and everything. And then the other guy was trying to pick a fighter with me. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, dude, like I'm not trying to do anything. Like there was someone there that trains with me was like, hey, man, like I wouldn't do that. I get to talk to him. Something happened. You know, he he left me alone. But like I just rather like and it comes with the gym culture, too. You know what I'm saying? Because there's some gyms that. They're pretty, like, hard knocks. You know what I'm saying? And you're you always going to have, like, one of those two guys that, like, you know, they're just like, oh, just want to go hard all the time. You know what I'm saying? But those guys have their place, too. Yeah. And those guys true. normally calm down. You know, do. after a few rounds getting messed up, they calm down, dude. You know? So, that's why I love – that's why I just won't leave Springfield, man. Like, my family asks me all the time, why don't you move to Texas? I was like, nope, I love Springfield too much. Like, I just – i i right. springfield has no, no. has like really like springfield reminds me of home man yeah. this is why i love springfield missouri it reminds me of what like home could be because everybody's so nice dude and i've lived in different countries you know i've lived i lived in boston for a while oh, nice. and it's like yeah that's that's and springfield just will forever hold like like a dear spot in my heart and like I you know thought
3: about that but yeah, springfield is kind of like puerto
1: rico in a way it is it it, the people like the culture of it like it's very like it feels like homey to me you know what i'm saying and like when i go to texas like i don't know if this happens to you but like to me because i've traveled so much like i go somewhere and it's like i just don't feel like i belong you know like that's why i was hesitant yesterday to come and do the podcast because i just i don't talk about like myself a lot like, i don't either and, dude yeah. it's always weird but it's always hard because you were like oh my god like and i've turned down like a few because they want me to talk about the stuff we talked about today and my wife is like like nah I'll go you should go and i was like well i'll go and i was trying to find an excuse to like say no that's why i took a minute to answer you and then like a couple people messaged me and they're like hey no like i'd love to see it with brian and i was like yeah i'll go but like i felt comfortable you know and, like i think that's something that like they don't really tell people like, Hey man, if you feel comfortable, like that's like, that's a good sign. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. listen to your gut. And like, that's how I feel about Springfield. It's yeah. exactly how I feel. You know, my wife has lived there. My wife is like, has the biggest family in town. How many colleges are
0: in that town? Like a thousand. <laughs> not quite that many. I don't like, Not quite a, that there's many. There's a bunch, right? But we
1: have, we, it is there's a college a, town, yeah. though, is the thing. If you look but at the demographics, There's a couple Christian uh, yeah, colleges. Yeah, Bible, Bible so Bible colleges. yeah, Yeah, it's a Bible college. There's Bible college. But dude, there. people aren't bad. Like we had the, when all the stuff with BLM happening and whatnot, Mm -hmm. they came to Springfield. They had the most peaceful meeting ever. They were right at the square. Mm -hmm. They were talking to people and like, it was just like, even like my family, because my family always likes uh, Hispanic families, man, you know? Like, oh my God, we saw that. That's so impressive, you know? But like everybody, like, it's just so unique, you know? It's just so unique and it's what I love. And I've never been, and I've been- you know, I haven't been to that many places, but I've been to a couple of places in the world that I'm just like. What's, this the, feels. what's the population is Springfield? That's a I good question. I think, I think it's, it's 100, uh, 125,000. 125. 125. Google it real quick. Yeah. <laughs> Jamie, pull that up. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to get Jamie, yourself a Jamie? With Jamie? Uh, you, you know, I wanted to. On 168.
0: 122. 2018 is that number. 168.
1: 168 my bad. Oh, okay. So yeah. So what did you say? 125,000. Yeah, one. it uh, looks like uh, 2019, it might have been a little over. Uh, yeah, and the Hispanic population just keeps growing in town. It's going to keep growing, dude. It's going to happen in Arkansas. It's going to happen in Missouri. It's, you know, it's been happening in Arkansas yeah. my whole life. Like You know I, why, I right? Because everybody's leaving Texas. Everybody's leaving Texas. They're going to Oklahoma, to Arkansas, and then Missouri. That's why whenever things happen, I'll be fine. Like, I wonder I about this
0: exodus of people from larger cities like we we're talking about with Joe Rogan earlier but you know that's going to be happening from like the cities that were hit the hardest what do you uh, mean like Exodus
1: like, like a, people coming from oh
0: yeah well like places that cost of living is already insane There's yeah California like has a lot of people leaving uh, New just York because of that New, New York New Jersey right yeah and New like Jersey those three states are going to have Cause, Exodus
3: yeah because Florida actually had a boom in population and uh, so did Texas
1: Brandon quick, you too. asshole, you have me Googling what Exodus means and now no, I got to find the, the yeah, definition of everything exes, I hate. The Exit. The Exit. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> Exit. But Texas already put
3: up signs, billboards, and they said, uh, don't California my Texas. Because they have so many people from California.
1: I figured that was going to happen.
3: I just like. <sighs> but don't bring your policies here. That's why you're leaving. Yeah, leave. that's
1: why you're leaving. But like for us, like for me, like the number one thing is like uh, it's it's gonna boom, make business boom. You know, oh, both yeah. mm-hmm. comedy and languages. Yeah, you know, and then eventually, you know, jujitsu. You know, it, it'll it'll help too. You know what I'm saying? But like. Com- the comedy scene in Texas is going to blow up with Joe Rogan down there, bro. Yeah. Oh. Think about the people that he knows that he Better, can bring. Yeah. It's kind of like when you asked me, I was like, dude, how do you know that many freaking people? I was like, yeah, just think of like that. Like one person like yeah. can plug in their network and be like, hey guys, it's super cool down here. Mm-hmm. You guys should come down here. Dude, that's been like a lot of my approach with guests.
0: It's like, uh, it's, you find like a little nook. Like I was like, yeah, I'll hit up all these people you use. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that'll be like the little nook But it's like then all of their audiences, like we're talking about being guests on other podcasts, all of their audiences will consume that. Yeah. But that has been like the biggest, I mean, it's crazy how much traction that I get with this podcast on Facebook versus Facebook and audio versus everywhere else, like YouTube, uh, but like my main audio hub. Nice.
3: But you have a nice
1: setup. Yeah. yeah, And man, I'm looking forward to, what's that?
3: No, I didn't know audio would, would be that. that uh, idea. Yeah, audio Audio know. does well. Yeah. I, I mean, like, I've seen a couple board. of
1: the things and I was like, oh, it must be he just rented that or something. Like, silly me. Like, no, he owns that. See, and this is kind of like what I'd like to have, like in a 12, a 12 by 15 just to have That's my own. about
0: what my room was at
1: home. I think yeah, it was that's what I like 15. to do. My wife wants me to do it, but it's just like. You want you to do a podcast? <laughs> Shut up, dude. You could <laughs> <don't like, laughs> <you can laughs> quiet later, this mic could
0: allow you to podcast. Like I've got another one of these, but it's got uh settings on it here where you can make it go to where it's just me and you. Yeah. Just me. Or directional. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah. So but I've got two of these. See, that's what I need to get. So I lot. can also
1: I can also stream because I play video games too. Like I play PUBG and stuff like that. Dude,
0: like I want to... Um, that's one thing I am gonna do, dude. I'm gonna get like some vintage. Uh I want I told Cora, I was like with the COVID and shit, I'm like, let's get rid of the seating area. And let's put a bunch of fucking arcade games. okay like, <laughs> only martial arts seems to right. Turtles in Time, Mortal, Mortal Kombat, Kombat 2, Kombat, Street, Street Fighter, Fighter Tekken. Right. Right, the
1: first jujitsu slash arcade in, in the world. Like all the nerds, like would be going and they'd be like, "That's not realistic." Come here, let me see a flying barato Plata. Like I can see how that would go very wrong. Yeah, you I can, do the first karate one. You remember that one? The one guy in red and the one guy in white. Oh my god, the Atari one. The Atari one. Yeah, Did you remember Jesus. Karate Kid for regular Nintendo? Yes, I do. I was sir. watching Karate Kid <laughs> yes, last night. I time <laughs> do. I
0: was thinking about it because he's he was doing that. That was one of the levels you would catch the flies oh yeah
3: yep. catch the flies yeah
1: that's that's just no, no. that's just insane to me the yeah. the level of efficiency that video games have come <laughs> I remember when Final Fantasy 7 came out It's like oh, it's a beautiful thing oh dude I yeah I remember that and then you too. beat it and you're like motherfucker or like
0: Zelda Ocarina of Time like going back to that now Jesus. you're just like, yeah that was like oh, this
1: boy. blew my mind
0: when I was a kid like big time and yeah. uh, now I'm just like mm.
1: that's why I watched anime since I was a kid man Anime always has really good, rich storytelling and stuff like that. I just love it. I love it. I love anime. Just, what's your, what's your, some
0: of your favorite anime? Uh,
1: growing up was Rurouni Kenshin Samurai X, which I rewatched it as an adult and it's like a lot more complicated than I thought because it's the story of uh, uh, Sai the Manslayer during the Tobu Gawar, I think it was, where he was like an assassin. Then he he tries to redeem himself by living a life of like not killing and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So like you see like how the evolution of the character goes and it's nuts. You know, obviously Dragon Ball Z, I watched Dragon Ball Z just because everybody wanted to be a Super Saiyan when they were like a kid, I guess. Like Ghost in the Shell. Yeah, Ghost in the Shell too. That was a good one uh now vampire d i saw later on but that was 97 i think and then neo genesis evangelion which i watched as an adult and it actually is super complicated because it's about like the bible so if you watch it you have to watch it with like the mentality of like you've read the bible before and stuff like that and you're gonna be like oh my god this is really trippy uh and then that took another 10 years for them to put the end of evangelion so i saw that and i was like jesus took forever and then orphan which they just remade Mm -hmm. uh pokemon obviously um is last airbender is
0: avatar last airbender considered anime
1: it's not but the animation is so good that some people in the community like it's like like you know because anime comes from japan it's like a a multi-billion dollar industry you see that
0: sturgill simpson uh he did the soundtrack for this one anime film
1: no i've listened to
0: this to the album really but i haven't listened to it watching So what I would like to do is a podcast where I watch the anime film and listen to the album. Hold on, let me look this up real quick.
1: What's it called again?
0: Sturgill Simpson uh, anime, uh, and let's see what the name of the film is. Sturgill Simpson's Netflix anime is a badass apocalyptic companion to his new album. What's it called, the Uh, anime? uh, I'm looking for the name.
3: It's on Netflix, really? Uh, Yeah. Netflix Uh, has a bunch uh, of anime. Oh, do they?
0: bunch of anime. Sound and Fury anime film. Sergio Simpson's Further's Departure. See, my my taste in
3: film is a little bit different. He's doing like, a like Bluegrass album Fury, followed up. You know, Jesus. You know, Airplane.
0: It's Sound and Fury. The film Sound and Fury, released on Netflix September 27th. Fury. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Yeah.
1: I'll have to see that. I've been watching a lot of anime on Netflix. They got Baki and they got uh, King Gukan or whatever the heck that's called. I just think you should catch up with the classics, dude. We watched Skulls classics yesterday.
0: You, you no Skulls. Just, What's no. that? With uh, uh, second time I thought about Paul Walker since we've been podcasting because there's a crazy movie about uh, kids getting abducted. Paul Walkers and I was thinking about when you were talking earlier called Running Scared, hmm. but it's got Paul Walker in it and it's got uh, Jeremy Jackson. He was in like Cruel Intentions and like Dawson's Creek and shit.
1: Oh. I know Dawson's um, Creek and I know Cruel on, Intentions. I'll show you. He was in Mighty. Ducks. These are for the first time in my life. Someone saying like American oh, actors that I actually drunk. know who they are because normally I look at you and I go, "Who's that?" But for the first time, I feel like I'm knowing because sure. I saw Dawson's Creek. Yeah. Unfortunately,
3: who yeah, likes that, that show? Yeah, that was
1: that's something you can't. I <laughs> yeah, I did yeah exactly right exactly mm. oh i was like you've never seen this no i've no never seen not. this joshua so. jackson like i i just don't like kind of oh, that like a notebook guy. he's in mighty ducks yeah, he's in yeah mighty he was ducks, a lot dude. shorter than <laughs> but in mighty, yeah in mighty so, ducks. it's
0: about the skull and bones
1: yeah i've seen oh, that. Yeah, I've seen oh okay, okay I've, I've never seen see that. that i know what it's
0: talking it's about but I'm damn not. Good maybe, hmm. it's a damn good movie, dave it's a damn good uh, but yeah, we we watched that yesterday. But like we were wa- talking about movies I hadn't seen in a long time. and wanted to rewatch. I was like, "What about Seven Years in Tibet?" And my wife's like, "I've never seen that. That's I'm a like, good movie. We've That's seen really it like movie. twice together. It's fucking mm-hmm. great." I was like, "You remember they have to move the worms before they can build the building?" And she's like,
1: "I was watching uh, Enemy. I think it's called Enemy of the State with Johnny Depp. I was getting confused. Depp. It wasn't. No, it's it's." Public Enemy. Public oh, enemy. yeah, yeah, yeah. I that watched that, that recently. Love that movie. Um, love that I th- movie. I thought you were going to say Enemy at the Gate. No, so no, no, I no, no. Have no. you ever that's, seen that? That's, 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 a, that's, I know, that's uh, the horror uh,
0: one. No, Jude uh, Jude Law and Ed Harris, the two oh, snipers. Oh, no, no, no. That's a Stalingrad sniper movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking yeah, about The Ninth Gate. Good, I thought you were talking about The Ninth Gate. that's another good one. Yeah, yeah. That's with Johnny Depp.
1: Yeah. Fuck yeah.
0: Ninth Gate's I don't remember the one with Johnny
3: Depp.
1: Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Where he like... uh He's, he's, uh, damn it. It's been so many years. I, I love horror movies. That's the thing. Yeah, like
3: Rion or The Ring and all that, that stuff. He was in that, Johnny Depp was in Tourist. Tourist. Very, I haven't seen that one. Oh, it was very screwed up. Uh,
0: you know, I just read, um... More screwed up than hostile Hell's Angels, Hunter S. Hell's Thompson. Angels, and uh, not, not
3: that fear and loathing's
0: on my to... list next, but there's another. I want to see that movie. Rum, Rum Diaries or something like that. that I haven't seen oh S. Yeah, S. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, but Johnny Depp was in a film about it, apparently. Yeah, he hmm. was. Yeah, about he's been.
3: Rum Diaries he's been actually had, based on a, a book that he wrote. It was actually yeah. a true story.
1: So. Yeah, he's been doing pretty good with that whole divorce thing of his. Apparently oh, I was going to say the
3: pirate movies. He has done really good with the pirate movies. Yeah, he
1: did really good with the pirate movies. They're just, they fired him because of the accusations and whatnot. Have you been following that? Yeah, a, a little bit. Dude, okay, it's, so speaking of accusations, you
0: guys know Ray Park? You know who that is? No. He's the dude that plays Darth Maul in, um, oh, okay. Darth in Star Maul. Wars. Okay, right? what happened? We, uh, so he accidentally uploaded a video to his Instagram of his wife giving him a BJ oh my god so then all these rumors began circulating like okay well they split up because uh, she was cheating on him and he did this to get revenge and then it was like okay well his instagram's been hacked and these people were tra- exploiting him but then it was like no i just accidentally put that on there my bad oh my but he's god. apparently like the, so like you know he was in the solo film yeah. solo right yeah um, at the very end he made this little cameo but yeah. they, he's been in the Clone Wars uh, cartoon so it's like
1: there's this I big- thought he was I thought he was in uh, Revenge of the Nerds Oh, shut up. Uh, Revenge of the Sith. Revenge of the Sith. Wasn't he? Mm, no, he was in Phantom Menace. He was in, Phantom and then Menace. he was. I'm in confusing so- him with someone. He else was in then. Solo. Yeah, I'm confusing him with someone else. Then
3: he's got black, uh, black and red face, like horns. I'll around him. Yeah, yeah. But oh, I'll um, check
1: it out. oh here I got a, I got a dank. Pull, pull it up, Jamie. Pull it up, Jamie. <laughs> this is this is a, a hilarious. <laughs> but he
3: made three. He did the cameo in Han Solo, but I think he was actually in three different. Uh, Star Wars
1: movie. I wonder what's going to happen with the Star Wars franchise now that because the Phantom Menace it.
3: and then the one after that.
1: Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right. See, Qui Gon Jinn cuts him in half yeah. in Phantom Menace. Yeah, 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 I remember that. So, so them all or so he accidentally Star- uploaded that. <laughs> um, yeah, he accidentally. Yeah, it, and doesn't. Cora
0: was like, you don't accident." But anyway, so the r- rumor on the street is that Disney has fired his ass over this. And that he's not going to be Darth Maul anymore. A friend of mine, Caleb oh. Pike, who owns the Inferno Gyms in yeah. uh, Northwest Arkansas, he's had lunch with the dude Because like, the guy's a martial artist.
1: You know? Oh, nice. Yeah, I didn't know so. that. Jiu-jitsu or... There's so many people <clears throat> doing jiu-jitsu now. So many yeah. f- celebrities. It's ridiculous.
3: But I don't think he's going to make too many more I mean, Darth Maul's did. I, 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 well, so I think so he's, the, he's the done. Well, and so the theory is is that
0: him getting chopped in half, falling down the thing, didn't kill him.
1: No, it didn't. Yeah, right. He his brother did like a like a forbidden this forbidden Sith spell where he came back with like some mechanical parts and whatnot. It's on the animated one, I think. Have you guys
0: seen Grandma's Boy? Fuck yeah, we've seen <laughs> Grandma's Boy, bro. Thinking Got about so getting robot legs. The,
1: so for it. Comedians. A risky operation. <laughs> Why do you want a lion? <laughs> I told my wife, wife I was over. like, I told my wife, I was like, can we get a lion after seeing the Joe Exotic stuff? Oh my god! She's like, no. I'm like, they're twelve hundred bucks. Have you guys been to Eureka Springs? They've got no. the, the Big Cat Sanctuary up there. No, um,
0: that, but like they have a ton of Joe Exotic's st- tigers that oh went there. Oh my god! Yeah. Any
1: ones that have eaten people or? I don't know, dude. that's <laughs> What
0: a fucking crazy show! You get somebody getting their arm bit off, like a a, a gay dude accidentally shoots himself in the head. <laughs> oh like my god. Maybe accidentally,
1: like actually. No. I have you, watch the game. you don't want to watch it. Don't watch, watch it. it. I did. Oh, I dude. did. It's We're another twenty. 20. It's a monster of the watch. week episode. Dude. It's just that's just that show. Just I I remember people like you need to watch it. Just get past Everybody the first episode. Saying, I'm watch like, watch why? It's like just get past the first episode. And then the ending of the first episode, is was like Carol Baskins, and I was like, oh my god, what just happened here? Like this is not what I expected. I never, <laughs> like,
3: I never seen them, seen it. And I know who Carol Baskin is.
1: Hits. That's how apparently it's all her fault. <laughs> That's why we had the pandemic because of Joe, Joe, whatever <laughs> his name
3: is. Dude, and the
1: the music he sings and shit.
0: Stop. It's, it's Stop. It, that it, okay? And apparently, like when all oh, this god. went down, it's like, oh my god. Tiger King's gonna get coronavirus. <laughs> like that was like a legit. Like people are like, get this dude out of jail. God it god. came up at a COVID press oh, conference. They're like, Stop. like Stop. Uh, he's like, all right, I'll look into pardoning <laughs> him. Like, oh my god!
1: Stop! <laughs> like Don Jr. He tweeted oh, about god. this dude. Oh uh, god! Just man. this is nuts. The guy who was in uh, on Insider, I think, he was a. Uh, he was the guy who did the the documentary, right? He lives in like the Netherlands or somewhere yeah, 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 stuff yeah. like that, yeah. and like he was super famous before. And I was like, "Damn, dude! Like that's nuts! Like that whole yeah. story is just something out of like, like I don't know, man. <laughs> it's, just, it's just nuts. Know, I've never uh, seen it. But I just it's everything nuts. I heard from it is er, er, like, it's you everything
3: it, you watch it just so you can rewatch it. Go and say that didn't really happen, did it? And then you like, it, and hey, man, like, it happened. This is why nothing amazes me. I'm just like, yep, that's
1: it.
0: Did it was mind numbing. I was like, this is, this is, this is possible. It's
1: like a people could become this. It's like a train wreck (laughs) happening, and you see it coming, but you're just like, well, let's see what happens. Like, (laughs) you know, I know it's gonna happen. Yeah, (laughs) no, you don't. The whole time you're seeing this, you're like, this is what's gonna happen.
0: Nope. Really? Nope. You know that (laughs) dude, dude? If he, if when he gets out, it's gonna be like a bazillionaire. Right, oh my God. Like, I mean, he's a like you, you know him and you don't even need to see any show. Yeah. I mean, like he's he's one of the most he popular. He ran for
1: governor and for mayor and he got, what, 24 percent or something like that Some votes. Something yeah. crazy. Hey, well, you know, that guy you messaged me about, um Cash
0: Jackson, that motherfucker got a hundred thousand votes in the Illinois election. Whoa. And the gov- and the governor's election. yeah, to her. Really? All right,
3: then. yeah, like that's a lot. I was like, that damn, bro, that's I- a town. That's almost Springfield.
1: Yeah, like that's a lot of um, that, that's right. a lot of votes. It's I impressive. wanted I wanted to run for governor of Puerto Rico. Just yeah. you know, oh yeah, like the person buddy. in
0: front of him got two hundred thousand. Yeah, but I mean, for scale, that's, that's what fun. I'm saying. I, mean, I told yeah,
1: I told that to my dad jokingly. He called me like a minute later. He's like, oh, they'll kill you, blah, blah. and I was like, yeah, but I could fix everything. It's like, yeah, I could fix everything. Being there and like have my buddy like gonna be the first like non-american puerto rican person running stuff like <laughs> vice president It's like we'll get him an interpreter don't worry these are just thoughts that like we had and my dad's like don't joke about that
2: yeah, I don't,
1: yeah. like why what's the worst that could happen can't be any worse than every other person that's robbed billions of dollars sure. like i'm in there for the people guys <laughs> that's yeah. not that's
3: not an exaggeration either yeah
1: you
0: know yeah this, bro <laughs> this has been uh the stereotypical story of how people get into politics it's like it's surprising, like Puerto I've Rico. To a ton of politicians, but
1: Puerto Rico just like blew my mind because, like, even like after, like, everything that was happening, they had a they had a guy who like basically their job is to patrol the ocean, right? It's like a police force, mm-hmm. part of the police force, and they caught like a ton of water, like bottle water, bottles of water, hidden, and they took a picture of it. And instead of them saying, hey, why did this happen? It's like, yeah, we fired that man. They were out there like fucking around and stuff like that, taking pictures that they shouldn't have been taken. I'm like, yeah, but how did those water bottles get in there? Don't worry about it. This picture was taken badly. This is a poor use of government stuff. And I'm just like, yeah, but we never address how we got the water bottles there, man. Like crazy stuff. Mm -hmm. Crazy stuff happening. It
3: wasn't water in the bottles. (laughs) That, what, what was it? doing? God, I don't know. No, it was bottles uh, of water. You just, goddamn it, McElroy. <laughs> <laughs> it was water. It was bottles
1: yeah, of water. But what was? The, what were they there for, <laughs> Because they were from from the relief from the hurricane relief. Uh, yeah, they were hiding yeah. it. Yeah. Why were they hiding it? I guess we'll never know. We can speculate, but you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Apparently
3: the, the uh, yeah, idea I was trump didn't story, send yeah. any relief down there that, that was it, the story yeah, that yeah, yeah. was the story there
1: was no relief but we found also a warehouse yeah, yeah i've seen that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And
3: like then they, they found all these boys like
1: and people like, yeah. were fucking riding <laughs> yeah, <they laughs> the people were an uproar do you have bro. quite a do you have family there now oh yeah my entire family there? my yeah. dad my, my yeah. mom my dad my sister uh my grandparents what yeah. family did you have in texas is that my dad's okay my dad's side yeah Just my dad's side. My mom's side, like, doesn't know. Well, my real mom practiced social distancing for 32 years. Um, So, yeah. So, she's real good at it. Yeah, she's real good at it. Maybe she had COVID or something. I don't know. (laughs) She's seen
3: it coming. She's seen it
1: coming. Oh, damn, dude. I hope she (laughs) hears that joke. (laughs) My wife told me, don't you dare fucking say that joke. It's funny because she sent me, like, money for my birthday and stuff like that, and I'm just taking that as reparations. So. (laughs) It's going pretty good. The relationship's going good. You know, reparations worked out so well <laughs> yeah. before World War II broke out.
3: Yeah, that's true. That's true.
0: Just trickled right on down into yeah. another war. Would it be child support Someone, then? Like the late child support then? Oh, man. Well, dudes, let's um, let wrap this up and go get some eats, man. I'm fucking starving. Yeah, man. Dude, I rode I'm a down. bike five miles before y'all got here and um, exercised this morning. With I did some calisthenics lights. this yeah. morning.
1: That's all I did. And yeah, then just yeah. ate and then head fault. over here. What's that? I drove through fog. Was it?
0: How was your drive yes. on the
1: way here? Oh, the drive on the way here wasn't bad. Pretty, but it was, no, it no, was, was super foggy. Yeah, it, pretty, was, uh, it was uh, my place. pretty nice drive. I like taking that drive. Yeah, but, it's very calming. Yeah. I just needed a cigar. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, man, you yeah. can find me on... Yeah, yeah, dude, go ahead. and. Uh, I know you probably don't have any shows coming up, but how can people get a hold uh, of you? We have a show in Joplin, Missouri on Saturday. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, okay yeah. yeah, it's going to be at the this pizza place. Just follow me on okay. Facebook, man. You know, Richard Avila's. And then my Instagram's uh, at Language Ninja. You'll follow me there. And then we have a t-shirt company. It's called Red, Reds and Ricos. Uh, we got more designs. Yeah, man, no problem. Uh, we got more designs. Do you have like out. an online store or anything? We're on Amazon, actually. We're on Amazon. Okay, We're like, on Amazon. Yeah, it's Reds and Ricos clothing. And then we have like three shirts right now, but we got like five more coming out pretty cool, soon. Cool. We're just waiting for Amazon to approve them and shit like that. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. And I just, you know, people want to have me they just call me a lot of people know where to find me i'm I'll not hard to you, find uh,
0: my next gym shirt and i'll see if i have one your size over there hold on this is uh the one I'm, I'm most proud of this shirt out of all the shirts we've ever done
3: oh wow that does look cool i like that
0: we don't have this one done yet but i can go see um what we do have but the
3: um it's like a grizzly
0: bear, basically.
3: Yeah, it looks like a grizzly bear with a headdress. Yeah. Uh, he, you know, he's cultural appropriating. Yeah, he's yeah, cultural right? appropriating. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus exactly. Christ! A grizzly bear wearing a headdress. Actually. It's a Native American. Yeah. What well, is American. it? A Native American bear? That's what I wanted. Yeah, exactly. Right. Oh my god. Or is it? We don't black, use the it's word
0: it, Indians because is it a black bear? Is it a black Indian bear? Headdress? Is it a, like, that, like that? sounds that
1: sounds just terribly racist. Arkansas like was the bear state. Okay. Arkansas was the bear state. All right, let's let's go, <laughs> let's, let's go Arkansas history. Let's go Jesus, bad. Jesus Christ. Well, I'm all just right, saying right, he brought right, it up. It Thanks for having us, dude. I appreciate thank you, it. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate <laughs> you <y'all.
2: laughs>
1: Oh man. Yeah. Oh God. That's funny. <laughs>